podcast is part of the Pod Syndicate family. For more criminally compelling shows, articles, and conversations, head to wearepodsyndicate.com. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to episode 321 of Film Bastards. And to those of you on the non-Patreon feed, uh, welcome back after the little break you had. Um, my name's Ian Loring, and as always, I'm joined by... <laughs> uh, Becky Foster, hello everyone. I'm Matt Foster, hello everybody. And uh, yes, hello indeed, one and all. Uh, on this week's show, we are going to be talking about... The um, kind of kind of anticipated, but also kind of feels like it almost went un- under the radar, weirdly. Um, Mike Flanagan's uh, Doctor Sleep. Um, also, uh, you'll get reviews of Terminator Dark Fate and Dolomite Is My Name. Um, so for, dark, uh, for the patrons, I'll probably just put dark fate in there as well but just feel free to skip it because you would have had it last week um but yeah dolomite is my name i didn't include in the terminator one so uh just trying to get my head around all this now um i don't even know how long we talked about dolomite is my name for to be honest i think it was about 10 minutes just sat there during um uh jordan's wedding reception so uh it's probably not going to be the most um the most in-depth review in the world but you know or coherent uh, probably not coherent either to be fair no that's 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 fair that was uh that was recorded i want to say that was probably recorded about eight or nine o'clock and um uh everybody was pretty fantastically well oiled at that point so uh yeah um well i, I, I was fake tanning at the time so i'm not involved is that what you were doing yeah right okay I mean, it's not that obvious. Well, I am a girl, so you have to do these kind of things. I, I didn't think that was obvious in the slightest, but there we go. All right, fair enough. The more you know. Um, so, uh, what's what's been happening? Uh, what's been happening this week then? What what news have we got? Has there been? Well, I suppose the last couple of weeks. Um, we're getting that month three. Yeah, yeah, we are, aren't we? Yeah, which I, I I'm fine with. It just it, it seems a little bit like that that undecided movie they had uh, scheduled. It was like they were going. It really was undecided. They couldn't decide which one to go with. So I get the feeling that they threw a load in a bag, um, and then went, 
uh, shook it and then went, oh, Ant-Man, fair enough. I mean... Uh, Paul Rudd, though, isn't it? There's always an appeal with Paul Rudd. But, He's a very likeable... And yeah, and, and, and do you know what? They've, they've, they've made a decent amount of money, uh, the Ant-Man movies. And they've, they've not just fucked him off to Disney Plus either. Like they they could have easily done a like six eight episode limited series with the Ant Man cast, but they they seem to have faith that they just steadily make five hundred six hundred million worldwide, and they're probably not the most expensive of the Marvel Studios films either. They just so they just seem happy to go along with them. Yeah, that's it. I, I wonder if sort of uh, if um, streaming dynamics and stuff like that come into play here. They're very, very easy watches. They don't require much like emotional investment or having to have seen a bunch of films previously. And yeah. you know, and it, like I'll, I'll be honest, if I if it was like a Tuesday night and it was what do I want to stick on an Ant Man film or Black Panther, I'd probably go. I just want to kind of veg out a bit. I'll have an Ant Man. I think there's an idea. I think that Ant Man has a more generational appeal, if that makes any sense, where you're going to be able to get ages from about sort of four and upwards are going to get fun of Ant-Man. They feel more like uh, Marvel's version of, of, of family movies. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're fun. They're fun movies, whereas with, with a lot of the proper Marvel canon movies, they you need that background and they are quite heavy yeah for essentially theme park ride movies yeah that um i like i like scorsese doubling down and coppola joining i mean the coppola's comment was a bit but yeah, Coppola's was a bit like, oh, really? Did you need to weigh in on this? Really? Coppola's was, was a bit like, fuck off. You haven't made a decent movie in 30 years. Get back in your fucking wine box. Yeah, Scorsese's got, um, he's got, he's, he's got continued I, presence I, and weight when, he, when it comes to these kind of things. To maintain mm. that when Scorsese originally commented on it, what he said was, for me. For me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is the bit everybody has chosen to completely ignore and go, he's saying they're not cinematic. He's saying, no, he's saying, for me, they're not cinematic. From his point of view, they're not. That's like that's like when people say, oh, for me, Coldplay are a real rock band. Right? Everybody would pretty much agree with that. They're elevating music, aren't they? That's it. But, but it's the same thing. It, it, it's just... People have chosen to either go, all oh, right, so I get to be on a side now, do I? Everyone's so easily angered about everything, it's like, aren't they? It's like, it, it, it just, it, it felt a little bit, it's, it's, it's still, the fact that people are still talking about it is mental. We're still talking about it. Yeah. Like right now. No, but all right, the fact that people are still annoyed <laughs> about it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Cor- Corpola should, yeah, he, yeah, he needs to. He, his his comment was too much. What did he say? They were like despicable or something. Despicable was it? Yeah. I mean, I mean that's 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 too much. You do feel like saying uh, uh, Scott said he tried and they couldn't get on with him, right? I wonder if Coppola's I wonder if Coppola's watched a movie that has been released in the past ten years. Well, we were talking about this the other day, though, weren't we? If if 
if Scorsese sat down and watched the early Marvel movies, I can kind of see his point. They're not. They're not a cinema. They 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 are finding their way within creating a universe. The the more modern films are fucking great, and they have gravity and um it's accumulated it, it, it's accumulated gravity though yeah it is but like if he sat down and watched captain america what was what were the ones that you said captain america iron man one and the incredible hulk and the incredible hulk then yeah i, I could see how he would come away with that kind of thing and go Do you know i don't need to invest any more of my time in this i i, I think that people need to just chill the fuck out yeah what baffles me there is if you're an interviewer and you're sat down with Martin Scorsese <laughs> uh, who is promoting the Irishman mm. and the first fucking question or the key question you're going to ask him is about the Marvel Universe is oh so what do you think about the DC Universe then mm. it's like oh fuck off ask him about you know what is it like to finally get to make this movie what was it like to be working with De Niro, Pacino, Keitel and Pesci all at once. Or even asking about any of his past movies. Yeah, it, it, it just it seems like it's very fucking Radio 1. It's reductive, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it's, it, it's, it's the film journal, journalism at the moment that we deserve for the shower of shite that is around. <laughs> yeah, I mean, say what you... Um, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I think a proper film journalism is still is still there. Um, it, it just there's, you know, I mean, I say it as someone who used to be a blogger. It's the blogger website clickbait nature of it all, which is the issue. But there is still proper film reporting and and critiquing out there. Um, and I, I don't think it's particularly hard to find either. It's just it's I mean, YouTube is an absolute fucking trash fire for um, film commentary. And that seems to be kind of infecting Twitter and some of the more kind of clickbaity sites out there. YouTube, YouTube and, and Twitter are fucking terrible for it. You know, the well, YouTube is where all the idiot children go for their, their opinions, isn't it? They don't, yeah, because they, 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 they don't, some of them don't even watch the fucking movies. They'll mm. watch a uh, everything you need to know about the taxi driver in five minutes. Mm. Um, you know, that'll be made by some kid who has watched Taxi Driver twice in a week. <laughs> Well, I mean, it was quite telling. Obviously, we 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 rewatched The Shining to to go see Doctor Sleep, and we watched it with Isabel, didn't we? Mm. And she came out the other end of it like, I didn't like it. It wasn't for me, but I've read the book and this this this. Mm. And I think a lot of kids of her generation don't do that. Mm. No. So yeah, it's 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 a bit. I think it's weird. It's a it's a weirdly narrowed view that you get if you if you're just looking at what's online. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it, it it just it takes time to. I don't know. It takes time to read, and there's just so many distractions out there that it um it it is difficult. But I mean, like even I was reading Empire yesterday, and they had quite a good little on Scorsese's side, not on Scorsese's side kind of thing. And it was like, 
you know, it was like a one page thing and both parties had valid points. But at least at least they're actually kind of trying to have that discussion instead of just shouting at you. Yeah. Um, even though and I mean, I say YouTube's a trash fire, but I mean, there's also some really good stuff. Some of the longer form film content on there, like um, Patrick Willems, I think his name is Noel, turned me on to him. Mm. Um and he does some really good like 20 25 minute long video essays about uh, about films but it, it but then again i mean like i scrolled past a youtube video earlier on that was called the rock is your daddy and it was just like 10 minutes of how everyone's grown up with the rock so the rock's your daddy and it was just fuck off um it, i don't know it's a mixed bag yeah. like everything and isn't it, it and then you've got like youtube channels where it's um seven things we don't like about the new star wars trailer it's, like, Fuck, it's a fucking trailer <laughs> yeah i mean but the thing is if you did seven things we loved about the star wars trailer it wouldn't get any views you do seven things we don't like and you get thousands of views in comparison well like we we used to really like the honest trailers they were fun yeah yeah and they were fun and they were a bit biting, but they were, do, 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 they, were do, they were fun. Now they're just fucking mean and yeah, they, they weren't they weren't mean everything, spirited. Everything they hate everything. But yeah, now they just they they just oh people like they're mean about movies. Oh we'll yeah. just we'll just shit talk everything. So we just we'll, don't fucking watch them anymore. Yeah, we'll basically take Twitter and we'll throw it into yeah. a four minute trailer. And what was the last one we watched? Karen Boo. It was a film that we both kind of liked, but we're aware of flaws of, and we're like. Oh, this one could be quite funny. And we just watched it, and it was like, oh, it's just fucking bitching about the whole thing. Yeah. Like, there, there are good elements to films. Mm. Um, I think what else happened in the news recently? Um, Joker sure. might be on the way to a billion worldwide. Um, yeah. Nine hundred and thirty-four million after this weekend. Um, did thirteen million in the US on week five. Um, which, which is mental when you consider Dark Fate did less than twenty-five. Was it? I think it ended up on like 28 or something, but that thing was projected to be 30 to 40, which still wasn't great. And I think it's going to end up doing less than Genesis did, which is fucking awful. Mm. Um, but it was badly marketed though. It was heavily marketed though. But it was badly heavily marketed. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the trailers were a complete fucking killjoy, weren't they? They were really mopey fucking yeah. experiences. And to be fair, that's kind of mirrored by the film. I know we said like the first half hour or so, like, has got some stuff in it, but and the uh, I, you know, Arnie is always good value, but that film is quite mopey. Yeah. And as I said, which people will probably hear later on, and I stand by it. They were completely going on the we've got three female leads and they're diverse in age and race. Let's run with this and didn't actually think to make an entertaining film. I would love to see a fucking entertaining film with those three leads. I would fucking love to. Mm. Yeah, I'd be perfect about that. It's just that wasn't. No, well, I mean, we we were talking about it earlier, weren't we? It's it's just it feels very tokenist. This mm. um, there's a news thing that I'm sure that happened that we're completely missing. <laughs> have a little thing. I will have a little thing. 
while Mark's thinking. Staring at your guitars. So should we, should we do trailers? Yeah, we do trailers now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think we talked about Rise of Skywalker, um, or at least recorded when uh, when we were away. Um, I'm all about the new orchestration of the Star Wars theme, and I know it's not going to be in the film, and I really wish it, it was. <laughs> it's it, it seems to be this Star Wars one. It, it seems to be the 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 meekest buzz mm. of, of any of the returning Star Wars ones. It it seems that even Star Wars fans are going, right, can we just get this over and done with, and then can we just come back to it in a couple of years' time? Well, I don't know. I mean, do you think maybe that's because the last one was so badly received? No, that, that was news. Which... Um, Benny Off and Weiss pulling out of their Star Wars trilogy. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, it does... It, it seems a, a little bit like Disney have acquired this this, this property mm. and have gone, bang, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, and everyone's gone, oh, right, oh, brilliant, brilliant, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, and then it, people are going, Pfft. it was all right when we had three movies mm. and then another three movies that we didn't like, and now we've got all these other movies. It just feels a little bit... I've got, got, you know, everyone's looking forward to the Mandalorian. I, I can't wait for all the fucking shit that will fucking get inevitably um, <laughs> from people. Um, but it, it does feel a little bit like nowadays there's it, buzz can sometimes just wear out for things. Yeah. People seem to be a bit wary of it now. Yeah. And now Disney is sat in this thing going, right. The only problem is they will have financially budgeted for it with Star Wars World and everything like that, which only opened like earlier on this year, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, they'll they 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 you know they'll have budgeted to go right one every at least eighteen months for ten years to keep this going, mm. and it, it's taken what five years for the the buzz to kind of well, they're saying this is the last one, aren't they? Last one, this trilogy of this. But they're not talking about another one. It's the it's the it's the end of the Skywalker saga. Doesn't mean you can't have other no, films set in the universe. Nobody's talking about that next trilogy. Nobody's well, kind of creating. No, I, I mean, I mean, like with with yeah, I mean, with with Solo doing so badly, they they have had to reconfigure, and I I think Bob Iger said. Yeah, there's not going to be Star Wars on the big screen for a bit now. Um, Ryan Johnson's still kind of like as, as in talks for the new trilogy, but it kind That's, of feels like they'll. It's not going to happen. They'll, yeah, they'll, it, I, I, I don't think he's that invested no, anymore, to be fair. I mean, the poor guy got so fucking burned by people on The Last Jedi. Um, and I mean, include uh, uh, shit, man. I mean, and I've said this before uh, after rewatching The Last Jedi, I regret how I was with that film. Um, I, you know, and it's like, like, what effect did I have? None. But I was a voice out there that was, you know, I, I still, I'm pretty sure I said it was definitely not shit, but I was still fucking negging it. Right. And, and I shouldn't have. That film is really, really, really fucking interesting. It wasn't what I was expecting. And that 
fucked me up and i really i need to take that in with me to the rise of skywalker which by the way i bought a ticket for fucking half five in the morning the morning it opens um (laughs) so uh yeah that's that's an issue um we've discussed something about Kubar. Yeah. It, it is i think what, what expectation you're about to say. versus reality yeah, yeah. It, it is and I, and I don't mean this for for, for you and what i'm about to say um but the, the hardcore star wars fans mm. had all predicted that x y and z was going to happen in in um in the last jedi and when, and when rian johnson went decided you know what i'm not going to do anything like that they were angry that it wasn't the movie that they wanted it to be and, and Good then, film. And then basically decided, no, we we should be able to control the property. Um, with the Rian Johnson trilogy, what they will literally do is they'll give it three or four months after, what is it, um, after um, Rise of Skywalker, uh, Rise of Skywalker has been out and everything like that, and then they'll quietly just sort of say... Oh, Rian Johnson has, yeah. you know, part the franchise. We're, we're, we're putting, we're, we're, rather than putting that on the back burner, um, we're reassessing and Rian Johnson's going off to do other things. Mm-hmm. He, he's he, he, he's going to have a blank check after Knives Out as well. I think that film's going to do really, really, really well. It looks It'll, fucking magnificent. I, I am so pumped for Knives Out. Yeah. And it, I mean, but it's. In done, a way that I, I have not. Like anyone else that I've kind of talked to that's seen the trailer, no one else is as excited about this as I am. But I am so fucking excited for it. It looks amazing. Even even what's his face with his um ropey southern accent? Craig. Daniel Craig. Even Daniel Craig with his ropey southern accent looks like it just fits perfectly. I I am I don't know. I'm I'm so I'm I'm really I just, I that. just don't know what is that. I really like Blues Bloom and I really liked Brick. I couldn't get on with Looper. Um, yeah, and I had issues with a, a lot of, of Star Wars. But a lot of it also did. There were some fantastic shots in that as well. As someone who hates Star Wars, you are I don't quite hate like, Star Wars. All right, as as a franchise, as a as a body, you don't you're not. Like, I, I'm not invested it. in it. No, yeah. I, but you really quite like the more recent ones. Yeah, but the, the, honestly, the thought of watching any of them again. <laughs> make, I mean, yeah. You 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 look at Noel though. It's yeah. like who was he'd say himself not not a massive Star Wars guy. And his interest in Star Wars was completely fucking like reinvigorated by The Last Jedi because he thought it was like just an interesting, daring piece of work. And now with Rise of Skywalker, there's the question of like, is Abrams going to reset things? Is it going to turn out that Ray's parentage actually is important? Because obviously they were fucking leading to something with The Force Awakens. Um and, it, you know, it, it just the fact that Abrams was parachuted in because, you know, it was going to be Trevorrow. Um, I, I mean, just to say as well, like the amount of production problems there have been on these fucking films. And it's 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 incredible when you when you think of like Kevin Feige, how he's marshaled the Marvel Studios films and Kathleen Kennedy. I mean, a lot and a lot of trolls hate Kathleen Kennedy. I haven't got a problem with Kathleen Kennedy in the slightest. Her producing record is fucking second to none. But it's just like the fucking the 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 fact that it kind of feels like the the 
the reins are so much tighter on Star Wars than they are on the Marvel films, and just why? I, uh, I, I think that's because Feige had a control over them from the start. Then I think that is that is a difference. He, I think they're 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 so particular and they're so protective over yeah. the Star Wars brand. It is so valuable to them. It is, but if they can't take it in any new directions, it's just going to stack it and die. I, I will say this. There is not a fucking chance this is the last Skywalker. No, and there's not a fucking chance that Ray is not a Skywalker. Yeah. Because oh, they've, they've looked at that version and gone, oh, no, 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 Rian Johnson. That is not how Ray's parentage is going to run. It, it's just like they're just some fucking randoms and he happens to have the force. But, but they, they must have no. given him the go-ahead with it. What is it? But that, that's 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 what the whole The Last Jedi is about, though, about the fact that anyone can be a great thing regardless of where they came from. You look at the the like that last John Lewis ad bit at the end of fucking Last Jedi where it's the kid sweeping and then he does the little force thing. And, it, it, you know, it's... Shut that like seriously. It's gonna turn out he, he he's a fucking Skywalker as well. I just well, yeah, but it, it's not gonna be a Star Wars. It, it's not gonna be a Sky. It's gonna be there's no more Jedi's. There are Skywalkers. Mm. It's gonna it's gonna be that is gonna be the new Jedi. Yeah, you know it, it's gonna be a more. I mean Jesus fucking Christ, like Yoda basically sets fire to all the Jedi folklore and stuff in Last Jedi. I mean Jesus fucking Christ, Last Jedi is ballsy. Um, but, but I watch Last Jedi. Yeah, you do actually. Yeah, it's really good. I don't wanna, but I need to. You do need to, yeah. <laughs> it, uh, it's really good, but I just I don't think Disney will allow it to be that she's just a no one. And that throne room scene fucking bangs. Like if the like the red like guards in the, like the fucking red room and um Ray and um Kylo Ren fucking attacking do you know the bit i'm talking about yes. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah like jesus christ like that it, it it's there's some really all-round impressive filmmaking it's just the fact that the concept of being put on hold would not exist in the star wars universe like that's, <laughs> that's it? smallest hill on which i will die <laughs> i mean if they've conquered space travel i would think they've conquered putting people on hold um <laughs> ian Bloodshot. And like just on the hold. <laughs> yeah, Bloodshot. Sure, why not? Comes out in like January or February. I'll yeah. watch something like this in January or February quite happily. Why the fuck not? Yeah, it does. It, it, I've, I've not watched that yes, one. Yes, you have watched that one. I don't remember it. Doesn't mean you haven't watched it. No, it um, yeah, I'm pretty much sold on anything that says because he's a friend of the show. Vin Diesel is, or Vin Diesel in. <laughs> um, it, it, it's, um, yeah, it, it's pretty much right. Yeah, fuck it, fine, doing that. <laughs> yep, agreed. Yeah. Uh, what else have we got trailer wise? Um, oh, the Grudge comes out like the first weekend weekend of January, so you know it's going to be good. Um. 
But it's a cast, though, isn't it? It's, it's a, really... a fucking cast. Yeah, we, we started watching this trailer and I was like, really? Do we need another grudge, really? But like looking at the cast and actually watching the trailer, it looks really fucking good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's I'm, it. I'm really on board with this, actually. You know, you've got Andrew Riseborough, Lynn Shea, John Cho, William Sadler, Jackie Weaver, Damien Bashir, um, a lot of white people. I mean, they all look the same. A lot of yeah, it, it just it feels like a, a step up when the first American remake wasn't it Sarah Michelle Gellar? Yeah. And that mother, that fucking guy from Roswell, I want to say. Um, it's the, horrible. Is the first American remake. And it was directed by Shimizu, wasn't it? Didn't he direct the the remake as well? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, and it, it like and it's just pointless. I mean, the thing is with this one, it, can't, it like, I don't know. At least they're doing something different with it. It feels Even, like it's got something of its own to say. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other one doesn't. I mean, co-written and directed by the guy who did Piercing, which I wasn't massive on, but that guy's got an interesting eye and it kind of feels like, I don't know, unless he did just want an easy Hollywood win, why would he decide to co-write and direct this? So, you know, why not? I I want to go back and check out Rings as well. I never got around to watching that. And the fucking guy from Big Bang Theory is in that, which is fascinating. Um, like And, and what, like Rings, I swear the trailer, there was a bit where like the tape got on a plane or some shit and it's like i, I kind of want to see what is up with that um yeah i don't know there's been a lot of grudge films i mean and there's there was that fucking sadako versus uh the ring the ring versus the grudge thing that you just ignore that one though i fucking watched that <laughs> i think i might have reviewed it for someone and at the end of that it was like there was a reveal that they'd merged, like Sadako and Samara had merged. So now it was kind of like a grudge ring monster. Oh and um, yeah, that was that was a fucking that was a weird film. I, the thing is, I mean, like I say, this is this is coming out in like a prestige time of year I where it's I don't know, even though it's odd, I was going to say it will be refreshing. But, you know, the gentleman comes out on New Year's Day and that's going to be refreshing enough. Um, and then, like a few days later, you're going to get the grudge. Oh, um, put the grudge back, I think. I know it's coming out in America the first week of January. Maybe yeah. it's been pushed no, back the, over the, here. It's a January. The 31st. Yeah. Brexit day. Oh, fuck off. Racking. All right. Well, I mean, like the uh, the hard drives would have um, would have successfully navigated their way here pre-Brexit. So don't worry, <laughs> we will see the grudge. Okay, amazing. Ah, oh, just thinking that we're only about six or seven weeks away from cats. That's good. Um, Is it good? Yeah, it's good. I'm going to enjoy the fuck out of that. Best horror film of 2019. Yeah. I'm in. Uh, what else we got trailers wise? I think that's it. Really? Can't think of anything else. Cool. Let's run with that then. Um, so. Thank you.
Are you tired of film podcasts where the hosts exist in a constant, blissful state of agreement? I mean, the main, the main characters are two of the dullest main characters I have ever encountered in any film. Well, you're in luck. Let me introduce you to Chinstroker and Punter. One is an ex-film student with a penchant for David Lynch and art cinema. The other is a man on the street. Listen in perplexed and horrified terror as we tear apart one film a week. It just really It's isn't. not visually striking. No. Just, just getting confirmation. It's just in English. That's the third time, though. I mean, am I, is this on? You can find us at csvsp.libson.com. So come and share the bit true. If you could fuck any man in film, who would it be and why? My answer is Lance Henriksen. Oh. You, you wouldn't tell. He looks like somebody... <laughs> he looks like somebody who can keep, keep a secret. Uh, Mike Flanagan's Doctor, well, Mike Flanagan's Stephen King's Doctor Sleep, uh, directed by Mike Flanagan, starring Ewan McGregor, Rebecca Ferguson. Uh, haven't got the cast list up, but the girl who plays Abra, I, I want to say Kaylee something. Let me let me load that uh, up. Kaylee Curran. Thank you very much. Uh, Cliff Curtis, uh, Sunshine's Cliff Curtis. Always good to um, see him. Uh, Bruce Greenwood in a small role. Um and others. Um, that the fucking the tall guy from Twin Peaks, wasn't he? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Henry Thomas was in there as well. Oh, he- yep. Yes, Henry Thomas is indeed in there. Um, all spoilers all the time. And if you're at all interested in Doctor Sleep, and I realise it comes out in the US next week, um, so you know, all spoilers all the time. Sorry. We got it first. Yes. That's very exciting. That was quite a lot. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird that they didn't bother releasing it in in the US, kind of ready for Halloween. I, I know Terminator Dark Fate had that spot pegged, but it, um, yeah, that was odd. Mm. Um, it's a temple horror, uh, temple horror release. It's it's an odd one though. Because it kind of came out of nowhere. Oh, making Doctor Sleep, which essentially is a sequel to Shining. But it wasn't even making it. It was. It was just that we made it, and it kind of people didn't kind of notice that they were making essentially a Shining sequel. No, I, 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 I mean the book came out a few years back, and they. I don't know. It didn't necessarily seem like it had. It, it made too much of a dent pop culturally, but the. The, the the overwhelming success of it chapter one a couple of years back i think basically just put everybody on high alert to try and adapt as much stephen king stuff as humanly possible which is how you get in the tall grass which i don't think i talked about because i did you guys say you were going to watch it yeah we yeah were, we were we okay yeah um um uh, you know come for the grass stay for patrick wilson's hammy as fuck performance um sorry guys I was, I was just saying that's one that he wrote with his son. Yeah, that's right, Joe Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, I don't think we would have had Doctor Sleep if it chapter one wasn't it as successful as it was. Um, no, so no. It, 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 there's, a, there's a what is it? Yeah. There's a, there's a renaissance with uh, Stephen King adaptations, but Doctor Sleep is actually a really fantastic book. Yeah. Donna liked it as well. Um, it's a shame she she wants to see Doctor Sleep, but I needed to see it for review, and she 
she's had a busy week uh, weekend and i just was able to squeeze it in on thursday so um she's going to go and see it with some friends in a couple of weeks time but I, I would like to have seen it with her but um anyway dr sleep is uh yeah picks up um well it starts in 1980 uh with the introduction of rose the hat played by rebecca ferguson and her uh crew uh they are um kind of almost like undead creatures who suck the shine out of um kids uh basically um so and it's called steam yeah they call it steam yes yeah um also also this film also stars jacob tremblay um and man if you ever thought that kid from the room i really wish i could see him get violently murdered you're in for a treat (laughs) um that's probably why it's like mark nib for you yeah is that why it's like so high in your estimation because you hate that kid so much we did, well, we'll, 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 we'll get out of that because we did actually have a conversation about that specific <laughs> scene where you were quite horrified at my reaction to it. Yeah. I mean, I've got to say, I wonder if Mike Flanagan was a bit like, I was really fucking annoyed by him in Room. I wonder if I could cast him Look, just because he, he gets really violently murdered in this film. He was, yeah. he was in um, one of Mike Flanagan's previous movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, yeah. Oh, Before shit. That's right. He was the kid in... Um, before I work, is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. We God, yeah. this because uh, the little girl at the start, Violet, she's in uh, The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, he works with all people. So all he, he just kind of wraps people in, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, Thomas. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. I, I'm pretty screamed I need to fucking watch The Haunting of Hill House, I swear. Really? Do. Have you not seen no, it? We're not, we're not getting a fucking conversation about fucking Haunting of Hill House. It's a fucking TV show. No, we can, we can have an aside, Mark. No, I've not, not, no I've not seen I've not seen it. I'm... I'm I already liked Flanagan's work anyway, and this has just kind of propelled me even more. I, w- I will pick up on The Haunting of Hill House. You really need to watch it before the next one comes out. The next series is based on it. The Turning of the Screw, but this one is based, obviously, it, it's really good from, from my point of view, looking at it as Doctor Sleep is an adaptation of the book, but he has to pivot because of certain things. Having watched The Haunting of Hill House... Um, it gave me a lot of confidence going into it because it, it's not a direct adaptation of the book that that series is based on. So it, 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 it's very kind of decisive evidence that he's got this, like it's it, it, it's in safe hands. Yeah, yeah. Because couldn't do a direct direct adaptation of Doctor Sleep the book because the he's basically adapting the book whilst also trying to create a sequel to the first book whilst also trying to create a sequel to the first film and the first book and the first film don't marry up at all there's a lot of changes yeah with with kubrick's film there's a lot of artistic license that has been taken and flanagan does a really fucking good job of just making something that fits all those boxes There's um isn't there an episode of Haunting of Hill House which is literally one shot as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. Is. Fuck man. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, nice, nice. It's fantastic. Watch it. Nice, I will. Um, but yes, as uh, Mark said, I can kind of like silently hear him seething in the background. He is, he is, no, he's sat like literally. I'd send you a picture, but he is sat right back against the rear of the sofa with his arms crossed, with a really grumpy look on his yeah. face. And to be fair, if it was like, I would probably be the same. 
Um, so yes, let's move on. So um, it then um, cuts to the uh, uh, earlier this decade. Um, Danny Torrance is an alcoholic um, who kind of moves to a new town and befriends uh, a, a gentleman played by Cliff Curtis, and he starts to turn his life around. Um, this is also tied in with um, the uh, life of a girl, Abra, who uh, has shine uh, or steam or whatever you want to call it. And uh, their lives kind of intersect while Rose the Hat kind of learns of her existence. Um, so, uh, Bex, let's let's start with you as the um, Stephen King correspondent of the uh, of, of the show. Uh, Dr. Sleep, the film. Uh, what were your thoughts? I honestly really, really loved it. I think it's, like I said to you before, it's Mike Flanagan had a lot of boxes to have to tick to make this work. And as a direct adaptation of the book, I mean, it's not, it, it, it isn't a direct adaptation because he had to make certain changes in the book of The Shining, obviously the Overlook gets destroyed. So they couldn't have gone back to the Overlook to do that final sort of scene set up. Um, but in the film it doesn't, so they could. So that's a real opportunity to kind of use that imagery. And he does it really, really well. Um, the performance of um, Ewan McGregor as, as Danny is, he's really fucking good. Like really, really fucking good as as Danny, um, and Abra is brilliant. Rebecca Ferguson as Rose the Hat is the creepiest fucking baddie ever. And I honestly, I I didn't expect for it to at any point kind of trouble me. Like I I I, I watch a lot of horror movies and they don't really bother me a lot of the time but the the scene where Jacob Tremblay is getting um like tortured and stuff to make his steam more potent which you really enjoyed because you're a fucking sick bug no I, no, no anyway it's... anyway you'll get your moment no that that really bothered me when I was watching it it was like it, it was really uncomfortable but I didn't expect it from the film, I didn't expect them to carry that through. So I think I think I think they've done really, really, really well as an adaptation, as a sequel, and as a sequel to The Shining. So yeah, I, I, I think it. I think he's done a perfect job with it, which I, I, I hoped for but didn't expect. Nice, nice, Mark. Mark. Um, I think. Mike Flanagan has massive, massive balls. <laughs> um, and, and at points during this film, he literally, if, if you were to have picture in picture, there would be points in this movie where one picture would be the film that's going on and the other picture would just be Mike Flanagan's massive balls. Um, because he's gone, right, the reason why previously Stephen King adaptations haven't worked is because nobody's had the balls to do what in a book makes sense but visually would seem could could seem hokey or a little bit too out there whereas Mike Flanagan goes do you know what fuck it I'm gonna I'm gonna show this 
Because if you're not on board, so what? And if you're not on board and you you haven't, I haven't got you, then I I don't care if, if you're not going to be, if you're going to think that that is a little bit silly or anything like that. Because if you are on board, you're going to go, all right, fuck, yeah, all right. Re- Rebecca Ferguson wrote the hat, is flying through fucking space. Brilliant. This is, this is fucking great. She's going to track this kid by looking out the window and looking at the star configuration. Yeah, yeah. fine. And fine. they're going to yeah, fine with that. Fine with every fucking second of that. And, I mean, I'll be honest, this film pretty much had me when its opening scene is Rebecca Ferguson um, sat doing magic, wearing a hat. as like, yep, yeah, fine with this. Fucking try and lose me. Start with a ropey hair and her Irish accent. You were on board. For I then, was fucking. I yeah. was. I, yeah. I was sat back going, "Yep, yeah, this is fucking all gold for me." Tell the people your thoughts on Jacob Tremblay's death. <laughs> right. I, I, I will talk about the rest of the movie, but I will. I, no, no, you had your chance. Right. All I was saying to Becky was, these are to to to. The, what they're calling it, and they, they know... The true knot. The true knot. To them, Jacob Tremblay isn't a little... Wait, he's food. Food. Literally, literally, they describe him as food. I'm not pulling that out of what is it. That he's food. Now, so he's not a person to them. He is literally like a dead cow. They need to strip away, and they need to get all of that nourishment they can out of it. If the best way that they can do to get that is to make him scared and make him frightened and put him in pain. It just makes sense that they would do all of those things. So logically, it didn't bother me because I could logicize why they were doing it. So say, say you're obviously we're meat eaters. Yes. Yes. So say someone said to you, oh, pigs actually taste better. Like the, their flesh tastes better if they're in mortal fucking peril and terrified when they die like a certain acid is released i just wouldn't eat pig then i wouldn't agree with that right but 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 i'm not saying you agree with them doing it no i'm not children i'm not saying i agree with them what i'm saying is little adorable children that look like jacob tremblay i can see why they did it and therefore i don't have a problem from their point of view as to why they did it because it just made sense Yeah, no, no, I, I, I get that. I mean, in the end of the day, they, they, it seems to be that it's more effective if not necessarily it tastes better, even though they seem to get off on it. It's more the, it, it's more potent. It, it's, it's more effective stuff if, just, if the kids are scared. Yeah, it just made sense. If what I would say there is, if my life depended on it and I had to scare the shit out of a fucking pig, right? Then fuck yeah, I would dress as a fucking butcher and run it around a fucking abattoir. So horrific. <laughs> I'm yeah, just saying. Yeah, I mean they are in kind of fairly dire straits at that point as well, aren't they? It's like they are they are struggling. They're saying that there's not much steam in the world anymore, and um, child murderers when there's not as many shiny children. Yeah. Right, but yeah, I don't. I don't think that's the point he's making, Bex. I think you're, I think you're fucking willfully trolling him at this point. 
Yeah. Um, it's funny you don't get to watch him. I, yeah, I know. I bet yeah, it's no, funny. To be fair. I, 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 I really, really, really liked it. It, I, it was a lot darker than I expected it to be. Yeah. It, it's a really, it, it's because all cards on the table. I'm not the biggest Shining fan. I don't dislike or anything like that. I, I just, it doesn't click with me like it's with a lot of other people. And this is really. This is fucking dark at points. You know, Hugh McGregor literally leaves a kid with its dead mother. Well, that's in the book. Yeah, but, uh, right, but, that's his scared straight moment. Yeah, but I'm yeah. saying that you get yeah. that in this film. Mm. You get the scene of them literally torturing and eating the torture of a child. And then later on, we get Cliff Curtis and Hugh McGregor throwing up because they've not buried him deep enough because they just don't give a shit. Mm. Um, there's, 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 but within all that, you also get a lot of playfulness within it, mm. a lot of magic that doesn't come across in in, in The Shining. Yeah. It, it, there's there's that. Um, there's there's peril within it. There's there's so much. It's it's two and a half hours long as well. Which before we went in, I was a bit like, oh, "That's yeah. a long time." Don't feel it. But I, I didn't. I never got that from it. Um, mm. I also, I felt the the drama of going back to the Overlook was mm. really fucking cool. Um, and yeah, I, 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 I thought character-wise, it was it was fascinating. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Ian, what were your thoughts though? Yeah, I mean, when 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 my Oh, the only kind of major criticism that I can think of is, oh, the, the woman they got to play Shelley Duvall doesn't really look like Shelley Duvall. Oh, the kid they got to play Danny Lloyd doesn't look like Danny Lloyd. Oh, Henry Thomas doing a Jack Nicholson impression. I, I, I think I'm just going to have to go with this. Um, it is is my biggest like peeve. Then you know I, I think it's a success. I mean the the fact that they've been like Flanagan's been able to spin the plates he had to spin with this fucker mm-hmm. and make it work. Um, I mean it it it's Abra's story and it's Danny's story and it feels like there's equal weight there. Um, I just the 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 sense of closure. Um, even uh, earlier on in the film, then the, the scene with the bartender, but where he's giving the speech in AA and saying like, you know, uh, he's been sober for eight years and this is for Jack Torrance, you know, and it's like because he was he was here trying to get well, you know, in my place. I thought that speech was really that really stood out to me, and the fact that it's a film that's got some really good horror moments in it but also stands out because of that kind of scene, I think is testament to how good a job Flanagan's done here. Um, yeah, he's, I mean... He's I, humanised it, hasn't he? Like, with, yeah. with the... Because when, when Doctor Sleep, the book, came out, um, I reread The Shining beforehand, and does, does Jack's a lot more human in the book than he ever is in the movie. I think that's what the movie loses a lot of people that are fans of the book on is that he he's always a bit of a dick in the film he, he, he starts as a bit of a dick whereas in the book he he has these flaws in his character that he's fighting against and then 
the hotel when it can't get Danny because Danny's too strong it preys on Jack and it preys on his weaknesses and he succumbs to them um but you kind of you, you kind of feel that with him you find you feel his fight against it whereas you don't get that with the film he's just always a bit of a dick and he's made worse by being on his own yeah I mean I, I thought the film basic because i mean i've read i've read the shining as well it is actually a stephen king book i have read and yeah yeah, i mean i i agree with what you're saying there but with with the film it is it's almost like it's just lurking in him waiting to be activated and it's almost Mm -hmm. like the hotel gives him an excuse um i mean it it's so I, I watched the the longer edit earlier in the week and I swear it must only be like 45, 50 minutes in when you've got that shot of him looking out of the window at them with that fucking look on his face when he's got like like that black yeah, kind of polo necky jumper on. Yeah, it's just it's very quick in it. it. Like it's really not that far into the film that he's already at that place. Um, yeah. and you know I mean that there, there are there are flashes you know the um when he's when he's having that dream and he um wakes up and he's like i had this horrible dream but and it kind of feels like that's almost like a moment of lucidity that you get in alcoholics um but it does just feel like he never really successfully got that monkey off of his back and the overlook just switches that on um so i mean i don't have that much of a problem with it in the film but i i'm I'm very very in the tank for the shining as it is so that that might just be my perspective on it as well but yeah the fact that with this danny's a three-dimensional character he's just he's a guy who wants to get better he finds people around him that he's able to like where he's able to get better and through the film he realizes though that he does kind of like have a life debt that needs repaying and that ending is, you know, just where it, it, it turns into him as a little kid with his mum in the in the hotel. I mean, it's 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 like quite beautiful, but it's really fucking haunting as well. And that it feels very Flanagan-y, that that shot, I must say. Yeah, 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 it, it is. There's that kind of. He's definitely got a, a style about him. I like the fact as well that they've used, because um, I was reading something with Flanagan um, the other day before we watched the film, and it's like, yeah, we want to use, we wanted to use the original book ending that Kubrick never used to end Doctor Sleep, mm. and the like, the exploding and the burning up of the Overlook Hotel. It, it's it's nice that he's done that. It's like he's he's gone and gone. Okay, well, there's these really good bits that have been written that haven't been used, and they're probably better than the ending of this. And we have to change the ending of this anyway because the overlook was destroyed, blah, blah, blah. So let's just do that. So, like, the bit where he's talking to Abra about... Um, and he, and he, he regains control of himself and tells her to get out, that's, that's from The Shining. And the the overlook blowing up that's from The Shining. I, I I just think that there's a if you were to have said to people a couple of years ago, um, oh, they're going to make a Shining remake 
uh, Shadow Moon, a Shining sequel. Mm. Um, and it's going to be really quite fucking good. I think most people would have gone, nah, nah it won't. <laughs> but it, 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 it really is. But it's also, it works. I think, I don't think you could watch Doctor Sleep having no knowledge of The Shining. No. Not seeing The Shining. No. It, it very much is a sequel to The Shining, which I think it, it is, is great for it. I think that w- what will happen is, is some people won't, because it's not called The Shining 2. Yeah. People will will go into it having not seen The Shining. I'd actually love to get like a take from someone that hasn't seen The Shining that watched it and see what their thoughts on it are. I, I think that the runtime will be too long. I think that all that. I, I'm very glad that we rewatched The Shining before, before it. Oh yeah. Um, because I could go, all right, yeah, get, yeah, I get this, I get this, I get this, I get all this, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's all that. Um, it's not too. There's not too much exposition. No. You know, it, the fact that you've got um, Scatman Carruthers, Mark Two is there. They don't go, oh. But how are you here? You're dead. Well, us who have the shine, we don't die. You don't get any of that. It no, just goes, there, yeah. it just goes, well, he's there. Yeah. Deal with it. And you have to remember that he's actually there. And go, oh, okay. I, 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 I thought, wait right a minute. He did die, he didn't, didn't he? He didn't die. Did I, like, there was a bit where he was pulled out in an ambulance and they went, Oh, the, the, the axe in his chest. No, the axe in his chest. Of course he fucking died. Well, the thing is, but the, again, like, going back to what we were saying, that's a, that's a really good thing that Mike Flanagan's done, because Halloran doesn't die in the it, book. Yeah, but in the And he, he is does. in Doctor Sleep yeah. as a an, an alive person, and then he dies, and then he's there as a ghost. But in this, he's just there as a ghost. Yeah. But uh, 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 I just think it's, it's... I think it's quite ballsy having Danny die as well. Yeah, I, 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 Mike gonna next thing he's going to do is going to be the turn of the script. So right, and I'm done with that. But it, it, it's mental that he's, he, he literally is doing that thing that, that, that few creators do where he's going, right, I have got a chance, I am going to fucking take, what is it? I'm going to take it and I'm going to go for it. Because he must have looked at this and gone, because it, it there's clearly a budget behind this. Mm. The right amount of budget. Yeah. There's not a blank check, but there's a right amount of budget. Mm. And he's gone, right, I'm going to make my version of Doctor Sleep mm. whilst also doing this. I'm going to use the fact that Stephen King is a friend to kind of go, right, I'm going to do this. But I don't think he was doing any of it to placate King. And King was basically... I'd actually said, you know, he came to me and said, what do you think about this and this and this? But at no point did he ask for my permission to do it or anything like that. Mm. It was very much, uh, oh, I'm going to do this, this and this. I think it probably helped as well that Stephen King is a very well-publicised fan of The Haunting of Hill House. And he also is a fan of of, of Mike Flanagan's other work. Yeah. You know, he's, there's that. But it's just... He's such an interesting filmmaker. Mm. Some of the visuals in this are fantastic. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and Even again, the fact that the, ballsy. the blood coming out of the elevator. So it, this was, when I was reading about it the other day, they, they said with, with certain things they recreated 
physically set but with the blood out of the elevator they had to do it uh, cgi because with the best one in the world they could do it a hundred times and never get it to look the same way as they did on the kubrick one yeah and so they did it cgi but they altered the angle because in the shining it was from danny's point of view who is significantly shorter than rose yeah so they just did it but oh like my fucking angle. god her look when she starts looking at the and elevator she's and, and she's looking and just going and the blood could out a bit it's and she's smile and she's looking like going, going right i want to live here this is great <laughs> this is fantastic <laughs> at that point i was watching it going i'd live there with her happily you you were actually saying weren't you that um when when she's inviting danny to like join the fuck yeah on, i was thinking why is he saying no <laughs> I do like the fact that she says a couple of times, like, you're handsome. How did we miss you? Like, she really wants to bang Danny Torres. Yeah, she's well. thirsty for Danny yeah, Torres. Yeah, she's thirsty for his shine and everything. I, I was watching it going, going, oh my, wait, just go. All right. So, yeah. I, so I'm going to get off to go with you. We're going to go off, pretty much live forever as long as we eat well and everything like that. I, all I've got to do is go and kill that fucking kid that already trusts me. Yeah. I will, I will channel some inner my popper and go murder this little fucking bitch. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Mark. You're a terrible man, Mark. Terrible. I don't think I am. I mean, did yeah. you see the hat? I'm fine with that. Oh, Bex, he's totally gonna make you get a top hat. Just get ready. What's that? He's totally going to make you get a top hat. I look really good in hats, so it's all right. I'm all right. It was... The, the, her, I, I liked her whole character in the fact that she she's unmitigated evil she, as well. She, she is... As, I, from, from the reading of the book to the embodiment of the character in the film, from... From everything, she is fucking great as Rose. But Matt. even when, the, when, the, when she's in the... We, we get a bit... Where Rose the Hat is shopping. She's fucking shopping. She's just doing the groceries. She still looks banging though. Right? And then the fucking the fridge explodes and she's looking and she's not afraid of that. She's like, holy shit, this is awesome. And someone comes over to help her and she's like, fucking fine. Fucking fine, leave my fucking hat alone, bitch. I am not beyond cutting a fucking normal. Yeah, it's I I it, it, it's top ten of the year for me. Yeah, I'm 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 actually there as well. And it's I I can't wait to see it again. It I was I was so shocked at, at how much I liked this movie. Um, it's whole aesthetic, it's pacing, it's timing. The there was bits that literally had me going fucking hell <laughs> in it. The bit where the 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 Room shakes and murder, well, red room murder is imprinted in the in the what is in the yeah. blackboard. Um, I like the fact that that is literally it's done exactly the same as it is on the front yeah. cover of the book. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really cool. The yeah. fact that they've pulled directly from that uh, imagery is really cool. Um, and I was like, I, I, I literally went fucking hell at that. And there was a few other moments that that had me jump a little bit. Mm. I'll also yeah uh, yeah terrific cheap jump scare in yeah. the overlook when those lights go on and it makes that noise. Yeah. 
that was like because that got a lot of my audience and it was like do you know what flanagan you you've you've earned that have have your fucking cheap jump scare that kind of doesn't make sense go on but but then again it's always the thing a jump scare people the reason why people don't like jump scares is they don't like the fact that they got got people people don't like the fact that they got got a good jump scare a good jump scare is a beautiful it? thing yeah, it's, it's right. and i i i fucking scared so easy what is it i am one of the most susceptible fucking people in a cinema or at home to a fucking jump scare. You you might have the worst fucking timed one, and one way it just doesn't work, and I'll still go ah! like that. It, <laughs> it, it will. You will get me a million times every time. Do you know my favourite one still is? What? Um, what's that one with? Because um... it's not. It's wrong. Unless you're gonna say a certain one. Uma Thurman's husband, ex-husband, Ethan Hawke. Yeah. What's that film? Sinister. Yeah. The bit where the girl's behind him. Yeah, you're wrong. It's a good one, but it, it, it's not the Exorcist three, which is the best jump scare of all time. Yeah, the, the, the Exorcist yeah. three is the best jump scare of all time. It just is. It count if it's in a trash film. It, yeah, just, it, it, it's not a trash film, and yes, it can. It, 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 uh, yeah, you're wrong. Okay. Congratulations. Thanks. Um, McGregor's great. It's nice. It's nice to get you McGregor back in form. Yeah, and not just being you McGregor is in something. Yeah. Like you McGregor being a character and actually embodying something. Like it, it, yeah, it felt like it felt like an important role for him. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's it's a heck. I I, I really am just just bowled over by how how immersive it is and how it just mm. grabs you and just goes right this isn't don't try and it, it, this isn't a normal sense you need to mm. you need to be on board with this because we're not gonna we're not gonna spoon feed it to you yeah we're not gonna try and tone it down we're gonna go full fucking out with it and we don't give a shit about the realities of the real world within it. I, I was shocked at how brutal it was at that point. Thing. I I loved it. I, I I even enjoyed the fact that there's a lot of nods to The Shining. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of bits of it mm. within that. I thought that was, it was, it was quite good. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. The story is similar to the book as they could whilst working around the fact that yeah. The film was as different as it was to the original book. So But I mean it, it, in I terms think he's, of he spun those plates really well. Yeah, it, it, in terms of having the you know even Baldy having the opening that it's got with the with Daddy riding around on the what is it? Mm. And stuff like that. Mm. It, it's just I mean, I'm really looking forward to filmically what he's gonna do next. Mm. Um, and whether or not he just sticks within the horror genre. I'd be fine with, it, with, with, with him doing it, but it, it feels a little bit like like Carpenter when he was in his fucking groove. Not in terms mm. of um, stylistically or the way it looks or anything like that, but, but it's just boy. just confidence mm. in, in what he's doing and pulling it off with just 
a level of filmmaking and knowing. I mean, I think he, I mean, he wrote, directed and edited this as well. So he's a, you know, he covers all those bases for that. And it works so well. Like just, we often have new fucking heroes of horror that always come out. And often they're the fucking, they're people who've directed a, a flashy movie or a, um, uh, this is the hot horror of this fucking quarter. It's that. It's the fucking director of It Follows or something like that. Mm. Or it's Ari Aster, who I still don't even know if he makes horror movies or comedies. Um, it's that. But then, well, again, it's kind of like been ticking along for like the past few years, just making fucking really good shit. And again, I know it's gone on the TV, but haunted hill house the sustained level of um creepiness even mm. just within that tv show and I, I was saying to you earlier the, the fact that it loops back around and shows you the same event three or four times but from different people's point of, points of view and with different levels of knowledge of what's gone on in the past and you look at it and go oh right okay that makes more sense this time every time and it's it's just really clever. He's he's really clever at crafting his stories. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah, I, 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 it's it, 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 it's a big, big, definitely not shit for me. Yeah, huge, definitely not shit. Yeah, it will. It, I, I'll be very surprised if this isn't in my top ten of the year at the end of the year. Yeah, Bex. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely not shit. Definitely not shit. Yeah. It, it, it was. I was already expecting to like it. I was surprised how good it was when I actually went to see it. Um, audience vote definitely shit. Sixty-seven percent touching cloth. Thirty-three percent. I think I think it's one of those movies. I, I will say it's one of those movies. I think where if if it doesn't if it doesn't grab you, you're not grabbed by it. I think the, the fact that it's quite long could play out from from that. Mm. And I think it depends on what proportion of source material you've read slash watched. Mm. I think you'll get most out of it if you've read both books and watched The Shining movie. Well, I haven't watched. I haven't read. The you've read The Shining. I read The Shining, yeah. Um, but I think again, I think that's, that's again, like, like Ian, that's one of the few we've seen people that have read. Yeah. yeah. But if you've if you've just watched the film and then watched the sequel, I don't think you'd get as much out of it as if you'd watch, as read the books as well. Mm. So, so I've got the poll results. 67% definitely not shit. 33% touching cloth. You like the 1980s, don't you? Of course you do. We all do. But have you ever wondered why that decade was the way it was? Have you ever wished there was somewhere you could go to get past the usual day-glow sentimentality? To try and understand 1980s pop culture in a more social, political and historical context? Because if so, it sounds to me like you're ready to go beyond the aesthetics, beyond the nostalgia. Welcome to Beyond the Neon. Beyond the Neon.
Beyond the Neon is the podcast that dares to pull over the Testarossa, eject the Wham cassette, and take off the Wayfarers. If you're looking for retro reviews of Back to the Future, The Goonies, or John Hughes movies, you will not not find find that here. If you're looking for top 10 lists of A-Team episodes, Nintendo games, or Stranger Things references, you will will not not find find that here. If you're looking for long, boring introductions, Squarespace ads, or Patreon begging, you will will not not find find that that here. Because Beyond the Neon, we do things a little differently. In each documentary-style episode, I look at one area of 1980s popular culture and break it right down. And each episode features academic insight, guest contributions and interviews, as well as clips plumbed from the depths of the 1980s cultural void. Well, YouTube, mainly YouTube. To help illustrate the wonderful, perplexing, terrifying, joyous and utterly thrilling world of 1980s pop culture. Beyond the Neon might not be as regular as other 1980s podcasts, but that's because Beyond the Neon isn't like other 1980s podcasts. Subscribe to the show today and check out all past episodes by visiting beyondtheneon.co.uk. Have you ever wondered what so-called family films will scar your kids forever? Putting four and five-year-olds in front of this movie, it's like, if they didn't know what death was before this, they're going to know it after it. They're going to know it after it, and they're going to be freaking terrified. And they're going to be questioning you. Yeah. Or do you have the slight suspicion that your loved one has a cold, dead heart? Yeah, the Dark Knight has got like, all the orphans, and like, oh no, we're going to die. They did not build up those orphans at all. In my head, I was like, kill them. Then look no further, the His Film Her Movie podcast is the show for you. It's the movie podcast that celebrates the contrasting cinematic tastes of its hosts. So join Jordan and Lauren every week on their unique journey through the land of the silver screen. So if you're looking for a few laughs, some fun film-related chat, then get involved. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't let my is my name. Fucking on motherfuckers is my game. Directed by Greg Burrow. Don't let my is my name. Stars Eddie Murphy. Uh, Michael Apps. Greg Robinson. Uh, Wesley Snipes. Courtney Smith McPhee. And others. Yep. Chris Rock. Go on. Yes. Snoop Dogg. A couple scenes. Yep. Kind of trolling Eddie Murphy a bit. Yep. Tell mine is my name. It's great. And I really, really like it. And I don't think I can offer any more criticism than that. It's really, really fun. Eddie Murphy is really, really good. Wesley Snipes is really, really good. It's really, really funny. I had really... Oh, shit. Mark is giving me a look. <laughs> Mark's giving you the... Why are you killing my podcast look? <laughs> Mark, go. I'm, I, 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 I really, really like Dolomite is my name. I thought it was fantastic. I had a great time with it. Um, it's been a long time since we've seen Eddie Murphy having uh, <laughs> having that much fun um, with a with a role. But also, like, I think like one of you guys said, I think it was you know said, said it's nice to see Eddie Murphy giving a shit. I yep. knew straight away that yep. first scene where he was talking to Snoop Dogg. I was like, I'm so glad Eddie Murphy's back. Like, yeah, just and that's it. it. It's been it's been a, a fair few years since Eddie Murphy was um, was kind of like present and there and on form and doing something that you didn't just think oh this is this is just because he wants to make a bit of money. 
he which seemed he, to give a shit. Which even at the peak of his powers, arguably the peak of his powers being Doctor Doolittle and stuff like that. I yeah. Mean, well, to our generation, we think of peak Eddie Murphy as Beverly Hills Cop, but actually, no, the peak Eddie Murphy. He was earning made. a lot more money and was a lot bigger a star in, in the, the you know the clumps Doctor Doolittle era. But he didn't give a fuck about any of those things, clearly. Oh. Like, he did not care about any of them. So it's good to see him back and giving a shit and actually in a role that, as I said before, it feels like a role that's kind of designed for it's, him. The news I can get to, to, to where you can say it's like a... It, it's not a companion's going to but almost that it reminded me of. It's 48 hours. Yeah. It's 48 hours start with him uh, in the jail cell singing Marvin Gaye. Oh, yeah. Um... And um, that that was his first film he made. And Walter Hill was like, right, it's going to zoom in on you, sat in the jail set. And I want to just be, just be talking, just complete gibberish, complete crap. And it was it was Eddie Murphy who came up with the idea to just start just singing. And Walter Hill was like, all right, fine, let's just go with this. Uh, and it, it had that kind of energy to it. It, it was never... He never showed off. It was never Eddie Murphy. It was always Eddie Murphy playing this character. And that's what felt great about it. It was an awful lot of fun. It, it maybe suffers from being a little bit too long. Maybe. Maybe yeah. a push. But I, mean, I was still having a great time with it. The, wow. Considering it's about him making the film, there's a fair chunk of time before he actually gets to the making the film bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, to be fair, that's probably needed though, because it needs to. Is it about the making of the film, though, or is it about the making of Dolomite? Yeah, I mean that, that's it's yeah, that's, like, that's a fair point. Like the, the, the path leading yeah. up to the release of the, yeah. of, of the film. But no, that, that's true. The creation of the character and the creation of and that the out, you know. This, the content that that that, out, that that character was responsible for, as opposed to specifically the film, it's like Rudy Ray Moore kind of becoming Dolomite through the audio, through the through the vinyl stuff that he does, through the records, the comedy records, and then developing that into a film. You know, just applying a story to it. And, and well, I mean, to be fair, I mean, one of the criticisms I kind of had of the first half was it, it kind of felt like it was sped up. Like it, it, it's. I'm not doing very well to I'm doing well. Yeah. You know, it's like from being nothing to being something, and then from being something, recording own records to being on a label, and then being on a label to making a film. That was like it was quite a this then that then this then yeah, that then this then that structure yeah. to it for the first half or so, but. It, it, like you say, Noel, like if it's going for the whole kind of like the making of Dolomite from nothing to the yeah. film, then if you're going to focus on him making the film in the second half, you probably do need to just quite quickly go from this to that to this to that uh, in the first half. Uh, so, yeah, I didn't notice that so much while I was watching it, but now you mention it, I think that's definitely a criticism. Uh, maybe structurally it's not perfect, but I think it's just so it's just so pleasant yeah, it's just it's just so fun entertaining and entertaining that you probably don't care as much about that and also the score and the soundtrack uh, are both fantastic like the score in particular really stands out it sounds like an authentic black exploitation score 
Oh, it really um, does. No one involved in this film is looking down on the subject. No, no, no. 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 And I mean, like, the fact that, you know, it's like Wesley Snipes' character. He kind of exits it, saying, I'll see you at the premiere, and I probably won't be a premiere. But it's not that he hates it, because, like, that's the sex scene. He's like, well, that was funny as fuck. You know, it, it's like he, he is into it. It's just... I think it's just more about him being a bit of a prick. Uh, him being a prick yeah. rather than thinking the whole thing's a piece of shit. Yeah. And it, that's the thing. It's, uh, Cody Smith-McVee, I think, is a key character because he comes in as basically the white man of the film. But he's just like, yeah, we're behind you. Yeah. I, yeah, can, yeah, I, I can see what you're doing. I, I like the enthusiasm you're putting into it. We're behind you all the way. You know, they mentioned that like a lot of these guys haven't been paid for weeks. And it, it you know... It's, it's just mentioned in passing. It's not anyone actually saying it. It's yeah. no one saying to Rudy... Saying, we're in this situation, but actually, if you can't put film in the camera, then this all ends. Yeah, yeah, but not, like, pay me. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. literally, we need money to actually finish the thing. You know, and that's key. That's key. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just... It's one of the most entertaining films I've seen this year. It's just straight up entertaining from start to end. And by the end of it, it's just like, I am so fucking pleased that that, those guys found success in the way that they did. And it's not like they're Hollywood superstars. It's just, they got their fucking voices heard. They knew what their audience was and they fucking went for it. The only, it's not necessarily a criticism necessarily, but the one thing I would say is there is no real, there is no real major conflict in it. Like, nothing bad happens, really. Like, there's no threat. Even the threat of... Even the threat of the film not being finished is, like, a conversation that he has, and he's like, look, I need more money. And they go, oh, we don't want to give you more money. And he's like, and he's like no, but I need more money. And they go, you're going to owe us big time. And they go, all right, then, yeah, you can have the money. Like, even that minor threat that there is is dealt with very quickly and very easily. So I don't know if it's quite... A, I don't know if it's a criticism because it didn't bother me. But there isn't really anything. That the stakes aren't there, really. It's just about. It's about how this. The, the stakes are if it's not successful. Yeah, but they don't lean on it too much. I don't think. No, do they? it's just. I, I, I think they, they press on it enough. Well, the scene in the scene in the cafe to, in the cafe diner towards oh, the end. Oh, where he's chewing them out. Where he's chewing them out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's probably as that's the most of it. Yeah. But even that's done kind of humorously. Where he's like throwing the bit, you pay for your mac and cheese, you pay for your, your fucking strawberries and stuff like that. I have for it is um, there is without question not enough Craig Robinson in it. But no, I can say that about every that about single movie. movie. <laughs> if there is not enough Craig Robinson. Because when Craig Robinson comes on and sings his opening yeah. number and he goes and he I, 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 I goes he goes, I think you're looking good <laughs> and it's like, you know what, that is such a Craig Robinson thing. And it's like you almost you almost feel like it's like that did were those the songs or did Craig Robinson go now nah, I write my own right, songs yeah. <laughs> I write my own tunes for this because it just and feels also I prefer Craig Robinson when he's got a towel over his shoulder <laughs> yeah. I prefer that Craig the Robinson, Robinson yeah. towel yeah. Craig Robinson needs a towel all the time the fact that that was based on an actual thing that Craig Robinson used to do as well oh, the, the towel, towel yeah <laughs> it's just brilliant so, yeah, I mean, that's it. It's like, Dynamite is my name. It's one of the most charming films of the year. It's one of the most entertaining films of the year. It tells a lovely story. It's, is it one of the best films of the year? 
one of the best Netflix films of the year. Yeah. In this day and age, probably um, it's just one of the best films of the year. Is it one of the best films of the year? I don't know. No. It's one of the best films of the year. Is it in contention for my top ten? Yeah. 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 yeah it really is. Yeah. Um, it's probably not in contention for my top four or five. But is it in contention for my top ten? Yeah. Yeah. And I'd be very happy for it to be in there at the end of the year. So yeah. much goddamn fun. And a, a new grading for the show, perhaps, would Martin Scorsese like it? Martin like he it. would, wouldn't he? He would. He would, he would, he would really, would like it. Would really like would it. Like it. Like um, and I, 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 is it cinema? It is, yeah. Yeah, uh, definitely. Do we think Great Brewer wears a Rolex? No. Wait, what's the, what, what's the connection here? So that fucking ad before oh, yeah, So Many yeah, Dark yeah, Fate, yeah, where it's like, talking about getting into cinema and if you're young and you have ideas get into cinema and buy a Rolex and buy a Rolex <laughs> instead of funding your film yeah. buy a fucking Rolex I wonder you too may I Rolex so would Scorsese would like it yes, yes. would Kevin Feige like it no there you go no you don't think Kevin Feige would be trying to recast it <laughs> yeah why are all these Terrence Howards in it <laughs> Terminator Dark Fate is fucking shite. <laughs> right out of the gate there. Uh, <laughs> the blocks in a flash there. <laughs> there he is. Not I impressed then. Fucking hated that film. Really? Um, Nothing happened. So, so, so Terminator Dark Fate. Nothing right? happened. Directed by uh, Tim Miller. Written by some people. James Cameron produced Story it. Story by credit as well for James Cameron. Yeah, that literally, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that is literally, James so listen, there are Terminators. Terminators. Hello, 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 to be fair, if James Cameron had done some writing on it, would it have made much of a difference, really? It's not yeah. the best writer in the world, is it? <laughs> it's, um, so yeah, that fit, um, a, a guest model, um, goes back in time and is whiny and crap to save a Mexican lady. Um, Sarah Connor's there and he's more badass but he's just angry. Really angry. Uh, and, it's good um, to see that she's just as bad an actress as she yeah. was in Terminator. And, um, <laughs> the Terminator uh, uh, literally has left a bunch of people going where's my drift car? Um, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I, 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 I have so many issues with it. Just send a few Terminators back at once. Job done. What, I, I, just, just send three of them to Hunter at the same time, and you're done. Well, it would when appear that that's what they did with John yes. Connor, and but, they eventually got him. But, but it was one at a time. It was like just no, it send wasn't one at a time. They sent a few at, at once. From different timelines. Yeah. yeah. But, but just put them, put three of them into the same timeline just have three of them working together to kill well, the, the Mexican te- that, 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 that V2 or whatever it was V2. technically he was he, he was two wasn't just it just in case just in case nobody outside of this conversation has ever said it before I want it to be I, I, I want to be the first person to say the T-1000 can we refer to it as the T-1000 sure <laughs> because I feel like if somebody hasn't said that already, I want to. Oh, I haven't seen it. I, 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 so yeah. he's a T1000. He's a T1000. Yeah. Well, that guy, yeah. Right. Did they program him to be a bit of a, 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 a brick? 
English bit sassy. He seemed to really go for it. Whereas they, they went, right, the bad guy, we need to make him a bit like he's really enjoying it and a bit of a grin. And the good guy who is, is she diabetic or a junkie or what? It's just like, oh, we're going to send this back. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm enhanced. But if I, if I do a bit of running or anything like that, I am. Why? Right, no, just do I am So her human body cannot like cope. Her metabolism can't cope with. He explains it in the fucking film. Yeah, it's fine. With the the tech that's in the body. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Then she's not enhanced. She's a crossfitter that hasn't had enough protein that day. She's enhanced to be able to fight a Terminator once. Once for literally a a few minutes. Which means she's not that good. She'd be dead or it'd be dead. No, but she is still a human. Her yeah. body has been in. It's she's a bit, not it's, a it's like, right. She's like, you know, she's you know like Captain America. She is yeah. the ultimate of human performance, yeah. you know but only with the ability to last a certain so, period so, of time. So, she, that's what, so, so what, what they're saying for. is, is that's what she is, for. is the new ones, right? Have, are not even as good as the previous ones because yeah. at least they sent back another Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> it might have been a lower model, but at least it was a Terminator, not one that did a bit of exercise I mean, and then got really how, tired. How was it? How was it any better than the the TX from Terminator Three? It wasn't. You know what I mean? It just there's. It could split in two. It, it could split in two, but okay, great. But that, I, did, did that make sense? No, it didn't make it sense. Didn't make sense. It, it was like, like it. So you had the the endoskeleton and the but so the it, it, it made sense. In, it made yeah. sense in so much cool. as it could split in two to be to be a better Terminator, and actually the weakness it, 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 was that when it was split apart, it, it was, was weaker, weaker to be yeah. one yeah. way or the other. So it, 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 I was alright with that. I was alright with that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I just felt it was a bit Each like half was easier to beat than the whole. Yeah. But actually, you were you were to be more effective. Yeah, I got that. For a while. Yeah. That, that, that's fine, but it's just... You'd think if they're going to upgrade something, you'd make it considerably better. Not like a little bit... It was like the Windows Vista of Terminators. Man. Yeah, no, but to be fair, if we're going to spin it, and I don't want to start sounding like I'm the one spinning this, but it wasn't a Terminator, it wasn't a Skynet machine, it wasn't an, evol- no. it wasn't an evolution of so it, TU-800 and TU-1000. So what you're saying it, it, was a new, it was a separate timeline. It was it, a darker it, timeline. It's multiverse, Mark. It was it like... It's multiverse. It was like Atari... It's the new answer to everything. It was like, it was like Atari had made a... <laughs> had made a Terminator and sent it, 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 it back. Yeah. That's what it was. It was the Atari version. So what, Ian, you hated it, so what your, what your main, major company like, I, I just, it was a pointless film. It was actually pointless. What, unlike all the, all those other Terminators. No, 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 but I mean, like... They've so all been... It's a weak universe. Yeah, yeah, like, no. They'll, they'll keep making them, but it's a weak universe <laughs> with a weak mythology. Okay, look, they're never going to make a good one, we've learned that. But the thing is, Terminator Genisys tries to do alternate timeline stuff, and it actually has some fun with that. Yeah. This is the thing, Terminator Genisys had fun. Yeah. This yeah. film was not fun in the Yeah, but it wasn't quite as non fun as Salvation. No, 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 don't oh, get me not. don't no, don't get me wrong. Yeah. This is not as bad as Salvation. Yeah. Like Salva- but Salvation is a really, really fucking least, weak film. At least one thing it had over Genesis is that it didn't just have cardboard cutouts as the main characters. Yeah. So there is that. Because well, Amelia Clark really, and Jack no, 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 I will I will uh, right. Uh, Amelia Clark and we'll get to Genesis later. No, let me finish. Um, for the first half of Genesis is a lot of fun, and then and then goes off the boil completely like the entire film. 
in that film, it was... I had to then think about what the lead female character's name was then, and I had just finished watching it. Um, and Mackenzie Davis is woeful. The only explanation for her performance in that film is she's not supposed to be playing a human, and then you go, oh, no, wait a minute. She is actually no, supposed no, to be playing a human. She is as much a skin job as Jai Courtney is. She's worse. Oh, she is. She's worse skin up than Jack Carter. Like, it's, uh, I mean, I like McKen- I, I have liked Mackenzie Davis. I, I do not know what that was. Are you talking about Boyd Holbrook, right? Boyd yeah. Holbrook, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I have liked her, but I've always had an issue with... I've always liked her in things. I've always had an issue with her. Because if you're reading the music, she, she, her whole backstory and everything like that is a little bit... It, it kind of... It, it, it makes you go, oh, fuck you. A little bit with her. And then to do that feels a little bit like, hang on a minute, all of that led you to doing that? Yeah. Seriously? Well, her, her arc is that she was saved no, by no, this not, woman. Uh, uh, her, no, not her, her actual, her in real which life. Is exactly the same, which is exactly the same arc as Kyle Reese and Terminator. No, no, no. I'm saying her in real life, Mackenzie Davis yeah. in real life. Her whole, she's got a big thing around it. She grew up in a, a Wall Street family. Okay. Went and did Wall Street, went and did that. Made a, a, a load of money through it. Then decided, I don't want to be part of this world anymore. I want to go off and be an actor. So her parents gave her a shitload of money to go off and become an actor. And then she does that. Right. And she always saw herself above things like that. And she has done interviews where she's always thought. Why, she, 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 she was in the marsh. Oh, yeah. She's she's never really done that. She's in that Sunshine Hero episode of Black Mirror. Was she? Yeah, she's yeah. the she's the the, the white girl. The white in girl, yeah. Oh, right. She's that she she is, isn't she, in yeah. that horribly generic T V show that everyone loves. It's not horribly generic. He's um, a fucking idiot. I, is he being serious? Yeah, he doesn't like Black Mirror because he's an idiot. Band of Snatch is fucking fantastic. Well, it's fantastic. Horribly generic. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but Sandy Juniper is really I love the one that. I did just watch that one. I did it like it. Computer game one where it's like like the. The one with Wyatt Russell. That one's not bad, although it's 40 odd minutes long and I got bored after 15 minutes. The Christmas episode with John Hamm. Yeah, 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 the end of that. Um, the Christmas special where um, it's all like it's like three mini tales, but then in the end it's like I don't I don't no, spoil I can't it. Remember, just, I can't remember. It's just, just if you haven't seen it, it it's yeah, a hell of a thing. It's a hell of a thing. No, I mean it, it, but, you're on I mean, the best one, Mark. Anyway, let's move but, on. I mean the Terminator Twelve. But I mean the action. It's them being chased by Terminator and I'll be honest with you. I think I liked it as much as I have liked all of the other tones. Fair enough. Ones. Like, it has massive fucking lows. Like, yeah, it does. Massive yeah. lows. But I it started strong, so and the opening sequences, the opening car chase sequence, that yeah. was great. Opening 20, 25 minutes or so. Yeah, uh, until it's stronger like, in its first act yeah. than anything else. Like, it, it really drops off a cliff in and the second. It's like that first half hour is okay. The first yeah. five minutes, even the fucking tight, like the company logos cut in between that and her yeah. interrogation tape and how intense that was. Mm. And then the de aging. Like, because I went. The was great. Like, because yeah, yeah, I actually yeah. went, like, holy shit. You how know, did like, you feel about it fucking basically Alien 3 in 
shit. Yeah, no, that was awful. Are we all spoilers there? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I mean like just straight up. Fuck it, John Connor's gonna oh, yeah, die one, anyway. One it's half, like, what? one half of it, I'm a bit like, oh, this is bold. Yeah. Great, we're gonna take it in a new direction. But on the other half of it, I'm a bit like, that's actually, that's my John. Like many of us, yeah, that's I mean, my it, John Connor. It, 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 it invalidates like, all, the, all the other John Connors. And it invalidates the, the ending of T2. Actually, like, that is my John Connor. No, for sure. And it invalidates the ending of yeah. T2, though. In the same way that he, Alien 3 like, yeah, yeah. eliminates aliens, but, they I mean, just go, fuck it. Like, Arnie sacrifices shit. himself, saying it's the only way to be sure that, like, okay, I suppose the only way to be sure that Skynet's not going to be created, but they don't say the only way to be sure that John Connor's not going to assassinated wait, by another Terminator. Wait a minute, can, can, can I throw something out that never gets brought up with T2? Um, his, arm's his arm's still in the cogs. Yeah, but there's no CPU in there. It doesn't matter that the arm's still there, and they, you can pull whatever you can yeah, from there. Yeah, but for this film, it doesn't matter, but because everything after Judgment Day... That, that, that's it. It, 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 it completely throws it's it out. Map. It's a multiverse. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> Just, but, I've said it but, once already. But you don't like, it's the answer to everything now. You're right, it is. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, that, oh, yes. the, the new um, the new Hideo Kojima game, Death Stranding, which I know Becky's really looking forward to playing, apparently the multiplayer aspect of that has been described as into the Spider-Verse, but in a multiplayer video game. And so, like, which, what the fuck does that mean? But it's all multiverses. Even Anything video games are multiverses now. Fuck it, why not? Anything can happen. Sometimes, sometimes Boyd Holbrook's got a moustache, sometimes he's not. It's a multiverse, anything can happen. Sometimes he's an anemic-looking athletic lady. Sometimes he's Mackenzie Crook. Sometimes he's Mackenzie Crook. The star is born. We just we don't can know. You, can happen. you imagine that literally? If like halfway through the movie, just for one scene, for one scene, instead of Mackenzie Crook, instead of Mackenzie Davis, no, no, it was a good joke. Instead of Mackenzie Davis, it's Mackenzie Crook, and they just pan back round to him in like the airplane as it's falling down, and he just goes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then the next slot it's not him no, no I mean that, that, the, the, the opening is fine the next half hour before Arnie shows up is a fucking that, struggle that's not a half an hour that's not a half an hour that's not a half an hour that's a lot longer it is yeah that's about an hour I'd say it's about an hour at least what, it was three border, days between that, 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 that border section is not an hour. I'm that pretty, film was sure, an I'm hour pretty sure we could cross. From, from, from I'm pretty sure we could cross the border of yeah. Mexico quicker, <laughs> quicker. than that. Just <laughs> that Ali, Ali doesn't turn up that film until an right hour. Now. I would say, isn't it? Like, it, uh, it, and when Arnie turns up, I mean, it's fine. It's what? fun. No, no it's no, great. No, no. Because it when, Arnie, no, when Arnie turns up, like I said to yeah. you, I'd kind of forgotten about that. Yeah. I was just going along with it, and I was like. Shit, I forgot about Arnie. And then Arnie turns up, and it's laughable. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculously laughable. And then the film gets on board the joke. Yeah. And I go, ah, no, yeah. it's Carl. It, 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 it's funny. It, it, no, it's actually kind it is, of funny. It, it, is, is, it is a little bit. It is better like, in I felt Genesis. like I was laughing at it. And then I went, oh no, no, actually. It's better in Genesis. I'm laughing with it. It's exactly the same, and it's better in Genesis. It, yeah. it, it is a little bit like, though, that, 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 that somebody. Like, he's more human in this. He's, he's lived his life. Oh, but when he's doing it, when he cracks in the smile, like when he stood outside, outside, like hugging his kid, and he's like, "The girl of your mom." (laughs) It's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. (laughs) It's like like somebody wrote an actual character. But I'm all right. And then, and then, and then later on, after they're doing a reading, they went, "You do know he's not a human, don't they?" And they went, "Was he not?" Oh, just give me a minute. 
There you go. Yeah. You literally you changed look, that in a no, minute. You could look at every single. You could look at every single movement he does. There's a moment where, like, he does something. I can't remember what it is. He does something, and uh, Linda Hamilton sort of looks at him, and he sort of goes, like, he's robot. He would not. Yeah. He wouldn't like. There's a million just things killer, you yeah. can't just go. I Whereas in Genesis, there is a twenty-year gap where he is learning, like trying to be he works human. Construction. She's yeah, yeah. She's been trying to teach him tricks and yeah. like the whole kind of like, the smiling, running joke. It's good shit. It's I'm, a good joke. It is yeah. a good joke. Do you watch? Yeah. Do you watch, Ian, I think you're right. I think Dark Fate is making me like the first forty-five minutes of Genesis even more. I'm telling. I'm, I'm seriously. I'm. The fact that people, some, I mean, Genesis is, Genesis is an entertaining film. Yeah, Dark Fate was an entertaining film for about 60% of its yeah. runtime. Th- that's the thing, I'd say it was entertaining for about 20% of its runtime. I'd and say it's 12%. A, yeah, there you, there you go. And it just, like, I just, I thought it was fucking bad. Like, it just, like, and it, I think it's maybe because my expectations were a little bit up because people were saying. Oh, I know, yeah. it's always it's expectations <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, my expectations were, were low. Um, and then at about halfway through that, I was there going, "Oh, this, 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 this even isn't even hitting where my expectations were. And my expectations were, it'll be better than Salvation." <laughs> and it was better than Salvation. It, opening, opening. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think was. it was. Yeah, it probably was. Opening 20, 25 minutes. Carl section. Some of the effects. The split. Terminator. T-1000, all those things considered, <laughs> gives me about 60%. You like your joke more than you like the character. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, but it, no, but it did feel like, especially in that first 25 minutes, the one thing that you want to get from a Terminator film is, is that feeling of, like, uh, without doing the quote, like, that feeling of, like, it's not going to stop, it's going to keep going. Yeah. And yeah. Keep, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't matter what you do, it's going to keep coming. It's going to keep getting better. Apart from the fact that you should maybe stop throwing things at the fucking Terminator and throw things at the vehicles because the vehicles you can stop, which is an obvious thing. But like, it, it, you need to be able to feel that like persistent thing, yeah. like you felt in Terminator with the fucking uh, in well in Terminator, but also in Terminator Two with like the truck, where it's like, no, it's going to keep going. It's going to keep smashing through things. Like that. Yeah. And it, it, I did get that from the first twenty-five minutes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like. I was excited to see a new Terminator coming after him, to the point where I kind of forgot about Arnold Schwarzenegger. I was just like in that like there was I mean, enough going on. Like it's I I did forget that that Arnold Schwarzenegger was was in it as well, but I think for a different reason. And I was just bored, and I was really bored throughout the most of it, and I was I was yep. quite excited for it. There was fucking do you know what? It it it's a, it's a new Terminator, what is it? But then and then they. Essentially, go that they pull the MacGuffin at the beginning by killing it, which felt a little bit like somebody. Yeah, somebody no, that, up, that, 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 it felt that, that, that upset me a little bit. I'm, I'm surprised more people aren't. It felt a little, about it that. Felt a little uh, bit like somebody had watched. Um, I know Dean watched, actually tweeted saying. I can't believe Cameron let them aliens free. Oh, it, and, it? Yeah, yeah, it was like I want. I, I didn't quite that, get I what that, that meant, yeah. but it, yeah, it, it felt a little bit. I can see like this free thing, but I can, it felt a little bit endgamey as well, in the yeah. sense that you got like a big <gasps> in yeah. the first what is it, and then they were like, all right, so this is this is completely different to what I was expecting, mm. and it's gonna be nothing to do with that, and it's like a reboot. It's like, look, 
That's it, though. That's the thing, that they have kind of, like, they've, they've tricked us again, haven't they? They've opened it up for more sequels. No, it's a bit of an anything. I, to be fair, they, 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 yeah. it sounds like me and you like it a little bit more. Yeah. Than yeah. 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 But at the same time, they've kind of tricked us again, haven't oh, they? Yeah, they've, yeah. they've kind of said, no, like, as they always say, no, this is the real sequel to T2. Well, actually, it's not. They it's fucking multiverse it. Yeah. yeah. And they've tricked us again. Drop my biggest take. Drop, drop my biggest takeaway yeah, of it. It's just different. Fuck it, let's do what we want. Uh, yeah. Of the whole movie, my, my, my everything. biggest <laughs> takeaway was just keep imagining him Pirates of the Caribbean every time you say was, it. Was, holy shit! If that de-aging is that good in The Irishman, it is going to be amazing. The thing and is, that was all I thought. It was literally a couple of shots of her sitting down and then running. It's she like, didn't move too much either. It, yeah, I mean, that, that, that was, was it. It was like, That's once it. she was running, you didn't really see her face. But when her, she yeah. was sat down looking at him, yeah. it was like, yeah, well, that's going to happen. See, I was thinking that, yeah. mm. I was thinking that, and then it was uh, Edward Furlong, and he's a bit further away. Yeah. And stuff like that. I was like, no, that is one hundred percent. Especially, they didn't mocap Edward Furlong, or maybe they did, but Edward Furlong does not look anywhere near like that. Edward Furlong actually, actually commented uh, on on um, this uh, on the, the the film thing. By uh, he, he put a picture up on his, I'm getting MySpace going Edward Furlong, um, of him sat with a phone near him saying, still waiting. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, we know what you're saying, Edward, but they ain't fucking calling, mate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's rough as fuck. Oh, so he didn't, he was not involved, so they recreated him from, from the uh, didn't, didn't, They didn't even need. I knew that I knew there was an Edward Furlong thing in it. They didn't even need to get his permission because uh-huh. he didn't hold the rights to what is it? Well, I mean, because his parents do. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they they didn't need to get his permission yeah. for any of it wow. at all. Well, well I mean, there's the Crow reboot coming up. He can keep his fingers. He could, yeah. He could be in that. I don't know. You just get a fucking like 13 year old and like just do get some wavy hair and. Job done, really. Though, I'm just it? getting so, yeah. the thing is, is there's not like yeah. like the <laughs> thing that, that like the only like many of us, like most of us, we grew up on the first Terminator film, and then well, like me anyway, we no, grew I'm up safe. on the first Terminator film, and the second Terminator film hit at the perfect point for us to be completely absorbed by special effects and this like fucking taking this thing that you knew and fucking exploding it into yeah. something else and that's what makes Edward Furlong's character and Edward Furlong's John Connor so important because I was roughly that age he was the old in the situation wasn't he? And yeah he listened to Guns N' Roses I'm like I could I could be him like, you had that fucking ace that, thing that you stick into a card machine and you get cash out you were 11 years old and a motorbike for some yeah, reason I still don't care used to play afterburner the fucking arcade cabinet all these things are true apart from the card thing but like yeah it's still odd in T2 that he's 11 years old Maximum, maximum eleven years old. He could be ten, and he has effectively a motorbike. He's illegally driving a dirt the, bike. The, on the road. Xander Berkeley is is open to go in. That's fine. Let him go on it. He went off on his bike. It's like it's not his 
bike, is it? Yeah, but Berkeley and Goldstein aren't exactly model foster parents, are they? They're so, not. Yeah. The foster system in America in the 90s was not good. No, but, yeah. the, but the thing is, is that, that that's the... We, that, we had an evolution yeah. of the first Terminator film to where we second. got to meet John Connor. Yeah. Like, not that scarred guy for the first one, the actual John Connor. And we've never gotten to see that John Connor turn into... Anything. Into anything. No. Like... All we've gotten well, is sort of knockoff sequels. And Christian Bale being never, growly and Yeah, intense. they've never really gotten us to work. <laughs> so Christian Bale being John Connor, like he's right never thing, seen a Terminator film. No. <laughs> the right thing to do would be for us to see that John Connor turn into something well, else. Because otherwise, what's the fucking point? Like, no, T3 is, is the same timeline, but so they're... So Nick Starr is but, the Yeah, but Nick Starr is the weakest, bitchiest, whiniest fucking like he's, he's, he's the worst yeah. he's, he's not as whiny and bitchy as John Cormie's Calories. few things no 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 no, yeah. no, no, no. I, I will argue it's that. been a while I kind of like, I kind of I think Jai Courtney kind of grows into it as the film goes on I disagree I think he gets worse that. Okay. Um, yes. but uh, what I will say there is I don't think Jai Courtney is whiny and bitchy at all in it I just think he acts completely clueless like he's supposed to be in a different movie. Which he kind of is, because he's expecting to go back and just relive the events of the Terminator, and then it's like, what the fuck's this shit? Yeah. No, but evolve, grow, don't be a bitch. To be fair, if I was looking at media fucking in the buff, I'd probably be a little bit, I don't really know what to do here. I I really need to watch this. I like Jai Carly. I really enjoyed it. No, he is good. Their relationship's so wooden, though. They have no But what I will say is, he's horribly miscast in that movie. Yeah, he is yeah, but, but, but I like I like Jack Carney because because literally Amelia Clark has done one role me, well oh, ever. Yeah. Why? I'll go, okay, but just for a long time. That yeah. is why Captain Boomerang. Yeah, I mean Jack Carney is Captain Boomerang, and that's the important thing. That, that is it. And, and, and Captain Boomerang is about the only salvageable thing from the if shit hot the, mess that is the most one. engaging performance that Jack Carney has ever done. It is. I think I remember that shot until my dying day of Jai Courtney where it's like there's some sort of explosion or something he's just like I need more of it, that isn't that also the bit where he picks up the <laughs> the fucking unicorn and just yeah. goes we'll just off and yeah. then puts it back in his jacket it's, see that would have been better if Deadpool hadn't have already like done the unicorn yeah. by that point. I think that's why Jack Courtney's Kyle Reese if he's had a unicorn that unicorn. No, I think that. Uh, yeah, I think that's cool. I don't think that's cool. I think he's all talking no trousers. No, there's, there's, there's literally a scene where he's jerking off on the. What is it? Sorry? There's literally a scene where he's jerking off on it. Yeah, but there's like jerking off onto a thing and there's just fucking like. Oh yeah, you, without question, Jack on his raw dog's that unicorn. Where's Bryce going? She's going to the room a second. Oh. Um, yeah, it, it's. Uh, I feel let down by Dark Fate on so many levels. Look, it's yep. not. It's not good. But what did you want? I, wa- you I, want, I wanted. I wanted. What did you need from six a and a half to seven out of ten? G- Genesis two is I what want, I needed. I, I wanted at least two of the actors mm. to have actually had some kind of energy or personality. 
th- this is the thing. I mean, we haven't even talked about the lead, like the leader of the new resistance. I mean, yeah, Natalie Reyes, like yeah, just like yeah. so blank slate, and there's yeah. like there's nothing there. I mean, literally, there's that one line the supervisor says earlier on when she like doesn't want her brother to lose the job, and he's like, yeah, but he's not you. It's like. Right, okay. but we've not seen. But we've not any seen anything, and the whole it's of the film, very, she is a bystander, yeah. Yeah. and then right at the end, it's a very jumpy sort of. It's, she has a very jumpy arc where it's like my brother's going to lose his job. I'm going to go and talk to the boss, and then like, oh, uh, my brother can drive. I can't drive. Her arc is learning to drive, and. Learning to stand up for herself, but, but only because somebody's decides, told her she's yeah, going to be great. But when she decides to become bait and she's insistent that she must be the bait, mm. it's a bit like I don't really know who you are. Yeah, like but, I don't but, really know what, that, what that, got you to that's that my, point. That's my yeah. issue. Is you just believe is these the, people that you've is, just yeah. into today? Yeah. So what's the timeline here? Is this 24 hours, 48 hours, or yeah. a week? Yeah, no, exactly. Like, it's the, not really. They're harking back to. Um, to Terminator 1 rather than Terminator 2 where you've got Carl Reese is sent back and he's an actual human um, to protect Sarah Connor and then rather than an T 2 it's instead of sending a human back they send a Terminator back and all he can do all he's programmed to do is to protect John Connor that is it is a program and make drapes and make drapes uh, that's something that I want. Oh, okay. I did like um, I did like their uh, tagline on the uh, the van. We don't leave you hanging. That was, that, <laughs> yeah. that, that was pretty solid. And then the, there's a there's a local stationery company that's like uh, near me that's got a van that's that says I can't remember it exactly, but it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. And it says something like um, it's like a 24 hour stationery delivery thing, and it just says on the side. We're never stationary. There's, oh, there's, well, there's, there's, there's a mixed message. There's a. You're never stationary. There's, there is a. What do you do? There is a company. Are you always stationary or just. There's a company in York that does um, Japanese knotweed removal. Right. And on the side of it, it has the it has a picture from um, Ten Cloverfield Lane that says, and the thing says, says, Clover Ten Cloverfield Lane has Japanese knotweed. Don't be Cloverfield 3. Uh, and then it has the number for it. It's like, that's, you're, you're basically, basically your whole, what is it, did you swipe it that way? Are they way? just advertising to you, man? And it's like, turn off. That was, that literally scares me. I don't want to risk my life again. If, we, if, we, if they stop work, we need to know. <coughs> I don't need to go upstairs. Just, just to check, I've, I've still not got a, a card to your room. No, I might just walk in. Oh, maybe you do night. actually. No, it's good, it's fine. Try on well, those nice green shoes. Maybe. Go check. I'll go and fucking have to check them, won't I? Oh, I was just going to jump off into the sink. Yeah, do that. Oh. Wait, have you used your sink yet? I've already stolen Becky's shoes, so. <laughs> Yeah, so then what they've got is, I don't know what, what about, what about this one? What about if we send a human back, we've done that in a way, but they're enhanced. What so if we send back something shitter? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, all right, so they can do all these things. Yeah, yeah, but wait, 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 here's the bit, what? 
they power down really quickly. I'll tell you what, in Terminator Dark Fate 2, they're going to send back a reprogrammed Legion L1000. What, is that those octopus motherfuckers? Because they look pretty good. Yeah, probably. Send back one of those. Yeah, yeah, send back back one of those. Why did you send back all these? Right, Right, there's a bit in it where where, um, T1000 right he's walking down and he does his little eye scanny he does his little eye scanny thing right for a start off why is he 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 can do all the T things and all this lot and we're in a now time yet his vision is still the same as the T1000 why isn't his in like fucking 8k and shit like that if he can do all those things and he looks and he goes oh there she is but then still goes through the security bit rather than just going up behind her and just going, pulling that little finger bit out and just going, right, yeah. she's dead. Then fucking off. Another bit there, during that whole border detention centre thing. Why does he only start attacking the other border security guys? He's wearing a border security thing. He could probably just walk out with them. The he doesn't yeah. need to start attacking them. The other thing he is, chooses the other, to start the other doing thing that. Is, there's a very, there, was a, there was a functional issue I had there where he was like, was this the he can do whatever he, he can do whatever he needs to do. You got an if I, cut, bit. if I need to cut through a swathe of people, I'm not going to start stabbing them on, on things that I can impale them on and then I have to deal with the crowd that I'm doing with that. I'm going to make big fucking wide bladey things and I'm going to go and like cut through them. Like, you, you seem to get bothered like, actually by him actually getting into the building. Like, like you're like, well they should have checked his security pass or something like that. Well, yeah, <laughs> when he was in the car he went, he went, he went, he went oh, apparently you've got a disturbance, they've called me or whatever. And no, no one, no one, no one no, went. No, 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 no. <laughs> if I made a noise at that point it's because that border guy, the guy yeah. who, the performance of the fucking year. <laughs> that guy, like the uh, when he pulls up in the car and he's like, "Hey, but whatever the fuck he says," the guy who's on the board is like, "Yeah, okay, well, you get." And he does this before, and it's a bit like, "Fucking chill out, mate. You're on fucking screen for five seconds." Like you, he you, gives you, a performance. You know, you know, he's someone's dad. Yeah, he made the fucking most out yeah. of that shit. And the, just just the, pull the, it down a little bit. The girl, the girl, who, the girl who brings, who brings somebody's, somebody's coffee has gone, yeah, my dad does a bit of acting, and he's literally just burst through a room and gone, yeah, I do. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know, it sounds, it sounds dodgy, but it, it's like this whole border thing and the fact that the, the, the first part of it's like set in Mexico and whatnot, it kind of I believe it's pronounced Mexico okay fair enough but it, it I believe it's pronounced but but it just feels like being yeah I mean it, it feels like it's trying to be forced. representative and it, it, it but it, it is forced and the thing is it's like yes be representative and have Women be the leads. That's fantastic. I mean, yeah. like you got three women yeah. as the leads for like yep. a good chunk of the film. Just be fun. Be like, be entertaining. And also, it, it's, you're not just gonna. Get, I mean, I, I, I'll be honest. I almost feel like it's getting some point of like extra credit just because of that. But it's I don't like, necessarily think it's the best use of. If the, if the point is to address border issues then I'm not sure a Mexico 
bringing a problem into yeah. like across <laughs> the border is literally digging a hole, using a hole, dug underneath it. It's not really a, like it's. Yeah. That's a good point. Like because actually, if you break it down, it's just like an American has gone into Mexico to bring a problematic Mexican into the US to actually yeah to be fair she is, she is an un- like she's an undocumented Mexican they literally say wait, that there so is also the wait, moment wait, where she just go, where they go we need to get across the border and I don't think we're going to be able to do it she's like oh, I know because everybody in Mexico can, 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 also point, can I also point something else out right they need to find a, a way to get across the border so she uses her Mexican de border um, the okay. set, right? But Sarah, Con- Sarah Connor literally, literally doesn't go, hang on a minute, I know a major who's a pretty fucking big deal who can probably just get us across. I'll ring them. Sarah Connor literally in T2, which is a direct sequel from, literally knows Mexicans. Sarah Connor in T2. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a bit like, really? It seems yeah. like she'd know how to do this. There's, there's, that there's one thing, there's one thing that, so there's one thing that really bothered me about the film generally. Um, there's a few, there's a few, uh, there's a few times where they are um, Mackenzie Crook slash Boyd Holbrook. Um, Boyd Crook. That person is delivering lines that are blatant references to previous films and you've just got Linda Hamilton in the background going (laughs) and also it's also and you're sort of waiting for her to go she's right (laughs) she literally said you can, yeah. you, 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 no, you can get my to her she's right I've been here before we know you've been here before you don't need to say it it's we like, know you've been you, here you, you, can, you can use my you can use my power source like that sounds familiar just, yeah. and then just, just, just cut there it's like and then she literally just reaches in and just manages to unhook that entire power source completely fucking blind knowing exactly what it what is with it? and then and then do what with it and then drop it well, no, 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 no. I mean, if, if, if me and Mark are in a situation where he's come from the future and, and he's, he's like, no, no, honestly, I've got a power source within me, just fucking just use Grab it. Yeah. Mark, you to need to give me more detail than that. Like, where do I take it from? What do I do with it? Do I smash it on the ground? Is there a button? Like, do, where yeah. do I insert? Like, how do I activate it? Do <laughs> you need to give me more information? It should Mark. seem, yeah, and then it's like, yeah, Mark. it's like she's got to get really fucking close. It seems like that Terminator can literally beat the shit out of other Terminators or other enhanced Crossfitters. Um, and then, <laughs> but then literally, for a oh, good while, gets his ass kicked by a little Mexican girl. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit like, right, so. I don't get this guy. He seems excited about killing a lot of people, but then fails to actually kill the person he's trying to kill. Well, no, he, because she's he, super powerful. She's got the hope of the future. He, he, why don't you go through... But you weren't here when I said about the fence bit where he sees her in the fence and walks by her. Yeah. When he could have just gone up behind her and gone... Yeah. Done. Yeah, have we discussed the ham-fisted feminism? I yeah. kind of think, like, just talking about the fact that it's three, it's, it's three women on screen, which is great, but it's just, just be fun. 
Because the thing is now, it, you, you'll get people who don't like the film saying, oh, bloody Hollywood trying to force these women down our throats and look what you, what you get. And it's like, I'm not saying that. No. It's just, it like Charlie's Angels, I fucking pray that film's fun. That film needs to be fun. fun. Yeah. I mean, it's got Kirsten Stewart in it, so... I don't know, I disagree, man. I think all I'm getting from that is fucking, like... It doesn't feel like the right film... I'm saying I, I want it's it to be fun. I don't like. I'm getting. No, I'm getting no, the. Make, make a Charlie's Angels film and make it be about women that can do whatever they need to do in that film. It just feels a bit like, hey, we're all dressing up and we can do karate. And yeah. And also, also, we're on the right side because we punch people in times from saying our cause and going. Why would you steal humanitarian aid? But I'm doing it as I'm punching a guy. Uh, and it, it, yeah, that, that whole you thing. You weren't here for the bit earlier where Ian essentially live watched the live blog. Uh, um, Actually, can we do this music with... Video have you seen this yet? Charlie's Angels thing. Have you seen this music uh, video? music video of Charlie's Angels? Yeah. I will never see that. Can you though? Because no, I, I, I want to live record. No, you no. don't have to listen to the music. I, I won't. I won't. <laughs> can can oh, you no. just look at how bored Lana Del Rey looks no. throughout the entire thing? <laughs> can we get a still? Just no, one still. So I, I can find a still. Oh. I, I'm you might as well ask me to start vaping. <laughs> I'm the same as Norbert. No. Um, but find a still of Lana Rare and just look how she literally. Does she look more bored she, than usual. Yeah, she does. She literally, she literally has a look. Well, of, actually, yeah, yeah. achievement. She's literally her face is the I've made a huge mistake gif from Arrested Development that's uh, on repeat. Uh, I mean, even in the promo shot, look how bored she looks. Wait, which one is she? The one on the that side. Oh, is that that one? Yeah. yeah. Hold on. I go oh wait, so when it said the new single from Miles Davis, it meant all three of them. All three of them at the same time. Yeah. 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 Right. This Lana Ray who is refusing to do any promotional work for it. <laughs> they asked, um, they asked uh, an interview about um, Daryl back if what he thought about the fact that she was doing the, what is it? Um, and his response was, with who? And then, yeah. oh, Ariana Grande and my Cyrus, and he went, and his, Dan Albert's response was, that's unfortunate, and, and then literally just left it at that, and then continued, which, for them guys, is, is quite amusing, because they, they can be quite fun about things. There I am. You have me one. Yeah. Oh, one sign up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it, what is it? Yeah, Camden Pale. Camden Pale. Um, yeah, I, uh, Are we still recording? Yeah. I I wish I liked it more. I really, 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 really do wish that I liked it more. But I really enjoyed it from the point that Arnold Schwarzenegger came into it. I thought the, the, the punniness came back into it and it but, was more but, but fun. Not, but that's fine. I, I get that. And there was a the whole Carl thing. I get that. But he's not a Terminator. He's just not a, he's, he's not a Terminator. That wouldn't happen. Nice it, 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 yeah, it doesn't. It, to be fair, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, right, his mission is complete. What? So, 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 well, he actually so, explains in T2. Oh, nope, I'm agreeing on that. This year. What was that? He's not laughed as much in a cinema as the whole Carl thing. I mean, that okay. was funny. It was, was funny shit. Yeah. It was, but it actually explains in T2 that they can't <laughs> learn. <laughs> un- 
unless that thing in the head suggested. Well, that, that's and his wasn't. That suggested his, so it wouldn't work. No, no, but, but right, all right. So literally, that woman that he's been in a relationship with for twenty odd years, mm. right, has not at one point, right, gone. Choose bone just for a second, just for fun, just once, and he's gone. No, at no point during meal times has she gone. Carl, why don't you eat? <laughs> no, what I'm saying is within. But the she con- doesn't no, know. She, within the context of the universe, it actually explains in T2 that they can't learn unless that thing. I'm aware of that, Becky. This I is a different Terminator that hasn't been adjusted, but he's learned. No, but I'm aware of that. Right? Right. What I'm saying is, is the, the how did he function? From day to day. Well. I get that. I get how that. did he drink? His wife at some, and she doesn't know if she knew. Fair enough. But at some point, at some point, it she's got to... that she doesn't know. It's it, just no, he does. He does. She doesn't know. He literally says oh, she doesn't know. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. No, but so, so, so she doesn't... And he goes, no. So it literally it makes it known that she doesn't know. Mm. But... You know, just let him live his life. What? But in a 20-odd year relationship... Let Carl live his life. I'm fine with Carl live his life. But in a 20-odd year relationship, he's... His partner has never seen him, so they've never been out for a meal. Never been out for a meal. Maybe she think maybe he's told her that she's anore- he's anorexic. He clearly isn't anorexic. That's maybe he's told her. Maybe he's told her that he only ever eats protein bars in private because he's got some weird eating disorder. Which you know he doesn't have a drink or a piss or a shit or anything I mean, that a fair, human does. I, I've been with you for, for 20 years and I wouldn't invite you in to watch me pee. No, that's fair enough. So the pee one, but, 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 oh, the, shit. the drink, the drink and the, what is it? Oh, just Wait, one. girls poo? No. <laughs> no, babe, no. Fucking hell. I brought my world, babe. Wow. Okay, I'm glad that we got cleared up. Um, yeah, no, no, that's it. All I could think there was, so she's never seen him like eat a Mars bar. Or anything. No, I do not believe Maybe that. he pretends, maybe he like chews it up. And then has like a little sack. And then the minute she goes sleeping, she goes, and then just throws it. That, fair it's enough. But if they'd have explained that in the movie. Well, to be fair, he's an infiltration unit. He probably does have to have the capacity to at least look like he's yeah. eating. I'm, I'm fine with that. If at any point a Terminator had done that, but they haven't. Well, yeah, I know, but it's because we just the, 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 the plot hasn't necessitized us needing to see a Terminator at meal time. Hmm. But this one did. So someone could have said, "But wait a minute, how have you managed to hide this?" Oh, I have a rubber look sack that collects food. A, 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 a rubber look sack. A rubber look sack. Because that's he's he's he's, he's pulling it out as he's saying. Of his rubber look. So it's rubber look sack. Yeah. Is Digimon Honsune in there? Why would like he be involved in, in like the design or something? I'm just, I'm just. Who keeps you Digimon in his rubber lug? It was a noise to say, freaking regurgitating. Where's Bandersnatch Snatchnel in this? You're all bastards. Because <laughs> you can't talk. <laughs> I wasn't seeing a thing then. Hey, no. Can you hey. ask uh, Mark what what the sound is of if um, someone's pulling something out of their uh, stomach? Go on. Apparently it's Ruggalug. I said, does does the Terminator have like a little sack thing where he eats food and then he, when she goes off to sleep and the kid goes off to sleep, he just goes Ruggalug like that and comes out (laughs) 
And then he emptied the sack out. That was even better. I think the natural sound of somebody having some something pulled out of their stomach is Digimon Hunzu. You wouldn't even hear We did ask if Digimon Hunzu was involved or Bandersnatch comes natural. Mark. I've always called him Digimon Honsu, so Everyone I'm, 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 it's fine. <laughs> These idiots, Digimon, or call that shit, that's, Digimon. That's not his real name. Digimon, Digimon Honsu, Digimon Fighting. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely shit. It's definitely shit, yeah. No, it's not shit. What, are you definitely not shit? Yeah, You're definitely not shit? No, it's not shit. Yeah, it's time with it, I'm yeah. definitely not shit. I'm, 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 I'm going to you both. Not for the genesis. Oh, that, do, you, do you know what? Actually, no, I agree. For the for the sag in the middle, for the big old fucking there's a, that whole Mexican border situation. There in the is middle. that whole bit, yeah. Like it's and trying to tell us something. Never really picks up Carl. enough. Carl. Yeah, I, I think I might go touching club. Well, you're not shit. I, it's not shit. It's not shit. I'll never watch it again. But then I've never watched a Terminator sequel. I've never watched a, a, a Terminator Two sequel. I say I've never watched any of them since then, and I've enjoyed all of them. I've enjoyed. I've enjoyed. I enjoyed Genesis. As I recall, it might have been the first time we ever did a podcast together. That was Salvation. 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 Oh, that's, that's the one yeah. I meant. Yeah, yeah. You enjoyed Salvation. Yeah, the first time me and Ian ever did a podcast together was a review of Terminator Salvation, yeah. and I was like, "No, nah, man, I had a good time with it." And you were like, "No, it's fucking bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> um, I do remember that podcast so that actually. Yeah. Started, well, um, but like every, every single Terminator movie I've seen since Terminator Two, I've enjoyed while I was watching it, mm. and then I've never watched it again. And I'm happy for this to fall into that category, like. If they'll keep making them, I'll keep watching them. I'll keep thinking they're shit, but I'll still keep watching them. On that basis, can I can I class it as definitely not shit? Because that is one of my indicators. Will I watch this again? Will you? Possibly not. I will. It I'll might need to be a touching cloth, actually. Yeah. I'll never watch that again. I'll never watch it again. No. Whereas I will watch Terminator and Terminator 2 again. Yeah. You've got no, you've got ITV2. You've got no choice. <laughs> I I, I I would say of all of them, I might even watch Genesis again. I'll watch Genesis. I'll definitely watch. If I had to, if you had to, if you said to me now, you've got to rewatch any yeah. Terminator film, there's in Terminator One or Two. Yeah, it'd be Genesis. Is that what we're calling it now, Genesis? The weird thing is, <laughs> I, I think that Ian coined Genesis, um, and a guy worked with a guy <laughs> worked with um, actually referred to it as Terminator Genesis the other day. Genesis. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah I, I just, I just think it's a stupid title. Stupid title. It is. It's a stupid spelling of a stupid title. Yeah. So, yeah, but I, I, I actually never heard. Never stop stopping. Never stop. 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 Never yeah, it's fuck. I fucking love The Shining. It's just so full of fucking dread throughout the entire thing. Um, I love it. I I know people have issues with it, but just as a fucking experience, that film second to none. It is, it is very pretty, and there's some very nice carpets involved in that film. But 
I, it feels really like on rewatch, just because we rewatched it before watching Doctor Sleep, it feels so shallow. It feels all surface on a on a character development level. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but even if you haven't read the book and you're not going, oh, well, hang on a second, he's not a dick like this all the way through. You still have that kind of, why is, why is she with him? Why is she going with him to this fucking isolated place if he's this much of a dick anyway? I just, just, uh, there's no character development. They're all just, they all just are what they are, but a little bit more exaggerated. I just I I I always struggle with Kubrick. Yeah, I, I don't. I you like don't. You really like Kubrick, yeah. Um, this is one that I'm like. But I I I I I always I don't. There's not. I don't know. There are Kubrick movies that I that I really like, but there are other ones that. It, it, it's one of those things where I don't like. I, I don't think it's a bad movie. I don't think anything like that. It, it it's just not for me. Performance is really good in it. Jack Nicholson is really good as the version of Jack Torrance that he cool. is supposed to be portraying. Cool. I just, I, I, and um, what's her name? Shelley Duvall is is it's fine as the version of Wendy Torrance that she's supposed to be portraying. But I just, it just feels like the book is quite meaty on a character level, and a lot of what is going on in that, and a lot of what grips you with the book is the character stuff and the film has none of it it just has really nice carpets so if i if i'm going to sit there and come down on the side of Stephen king's version of the shining or I think that's your issue with it. version of the shining then sorry it's going to be king's all the way i think that's your major issue with it is, yeah. is that you're you're a much bigger Stephen king fan yeah um what have you been you watched a few things on your own I watched the start of a few things on my own. Oh. So you've not actually watched the full, the whole of a movie on your own? I started watching Transylvania 65,000. <laughs> well, well. That is a fun fucking film. Right, well, you can talk about it next week when you finished it. Um, okay. I, I, I rewatched one that you haven't watched. Go on. I rewatched Road Trip because so, why, why not? not? Yeah. Um, Road Trip is less problematic than I thought it might have been. I I, I thought road trip, I thought road yeah. are you thinking of your road trip Becky? No, no, road trip. Which one do you think it is? Because when when I talked about the earlier, it's just about watching it a couple of days ago. You got thought it was your road trip. I might be thinking of the one with the boats. What's the one with the boats with Seth Green? What? I don't have a clue what fucking movie you're on about now. Boats and Seth Green without a paddle. Yeah. Yeah, it's not without a paddle. Oh, without a paddle is great. Without a paddle is fucking fantastic. We can talk about without a paddle. Well, I've seen it enough times now. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, Road Trip was less problematic than I thought it might have been. It's actually, and it's, it is fun, but it is incredibly stupid. <laughs> um, so the ones that we actually watched together. Yeah. Um, well, well, I watched Scooby-Doo 2. Well, yeah, but I said this. Kind of without you. Yeah, because I fell asleep. Yeah. That's really fucking. It's, it's ropey, but it's fun. Scooby Doo too. Cool. It's it's a good story ish. It's not as good as number one. No, it's not. I quite fell asleep. It's not as good as any of the cartoons, but it's fine. Um, we watched Shazam. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what, what do you think of that? I really liked it. Yeah. I had a really good time with it. I laughed an awful lot, an awful lot more than I thought I might have done. Um, it's it's too long. It's way too long. Um, the ending goes on for far too long. Mm. Um, but the when it is just when it's just him getting used to being Shazam and dicking about, it's an awful lot of fun. Um, Zach really like he gets across that ridiculousness of well, can you fly? I don't know. <laughs> <Maybe> I <can. laughs> Let's give it a go. Uh, and there was all, all sorts of bits like that were, were quite good. It also had a little bit of heart to it. I just think that the the last act lets it down, which is literally what you could say about 99% of comic book movies mm. is the last act lets it down. Uh, but that, but yeah, I had a great time with it. Um, I don't need to see a sequel where they're all in it. I just don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, but would I watch a, a sequel that was entitled Shazam? I wonder what else I could do. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd watch that. Put that in the sequel again. <laughs> um, I also watched Hocus Pocus. I say, you watch some stuff on your own. Oh, well, I watched some half of stuff on my own. But actually, I watched all of these. I can't remember how far that we're going. I watched Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus is Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus is nowhere near as fucking good as people will tell you it is. It's really fucking good. It's not that no, good. No, it's really fucking good. It's not that good. You can shut the fuck up. It's really good. I saw it at the cinema. So it's really fun. Who'd you go with? On my own. Oh. Um, and I started watching, which I will talk about next time. Um, I only didn't finish watching it because you were like, oh, I'm going to come downstairs. So I'll finish my nap down. Um, the Handmaiden. Have you watched The Handmaiden, Ian? Uh, yeah. yeah. That's a hell of a film. It's really fucking good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like mind-blowingly beautifully good. I know. I to the point. To the point that I've seen it. Um, yeah. Um, it, it's one of those that I've put off watching for for quite a long time because as much as I like world cinema watching something with subtitles you have to pay an awful lot more attention and I've just kind of not been in that place but I, I started watching it earlier today and it, it's 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 really fucking good also Korean filth it's just 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 dirty yeah it's properly fucking dirty it's properly dirty all right stop it I want to watch this now well, you should have like fucking agreed to watch it months ago then. You have you? not suggested it once. Well, I've suggested it many times. It's no, been on our watch list for a long time. I don't look at the watch list, you know, I don't look at watch lists. Yeah, it, 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 it's very good. Cool, you can talk about the rest of it when you finish watching it. We've got two more left, haven't we? We do need to talk about Satanic. Do we? <laughs> yeah. There was a moment. There was a moment where we lit, where I literally made a shit joke about about a point in the movie, made a shit joke about it, and then 15 seconds later, the movie actually included my shit joke. So, Satanic 
is about a group of dickheads who do dickhead things because of course they're off to Coachella because they're dickheads. Oh god, yeah, the Coachella. And they remind you every eight minutes in the movie that they are going to Coachella. Why are we here? We could be at Coachella. Coachella. Um, but they stop off in LA to go around a load of what satanic sites. Yeah. Um, one of them they go to a satanic magic shop with just the surliest bastard working there who when they start looking at things he literally tells them to get the fuck out why open a shop if everyone who comes in to look at the stuff who's interested in it you oh, is not for you. do you then go no get out when basically you look like the worst fucking bass player of a norwegian death metal band Right, and then, and then I so they they get kicked out of this what is it shop, and I turn around to Becky and said, said you don't need to do. Becky goes what went? Give him a really shitty review on Yelp. Literally, 15 seconds later, as they're walking around, the girl from it turns around and says, "Well, I'm giving this a shitty review on Yelp." Oh my god, I was fucking joking. (laughs) And it wasn't a joke. She meant it. She was actually going to really give it a me. shitty review on Yelp. There's a bit where there's a whole bit where they're taking in a girl who's who they almost saw get sacrificed but didn't, and then they decide to take her in for the night because she's got nowhere to stay. And they keep going up and going, "Oh, but she's only a girl. Look, she's only a girl. She's only a girl." And you're going, "She looks like she's 30." She looks older than all of you people. Yeah. It's it's terrible, isn't it? Yeah. And none of you hope all of them die. Yeah. Yeah, it's shit. And the only good bit is the fact that they all do die. Yeah. But no no no, they don't have the budget to show you half of them dying. So most of them die off screen. Yeah. No, sounds like, not sounds like a treat, guys. Yeah, don't, don't watch no, it. Don't watch it. No one needs to watch it because we've watched it. We've watched it for everybody. We also watched Gleaming the Cube. Uh, you and your Christian Slater love. I do love Christian Slater. Is that Lottie in the background? Yeah, she's just going to bed. Oh, night night Lottie. Oh, she's got an ear. I got my headphones on. Right, tell her, night night Lottie from Becky. I will in a bit. Okay. <laughs> she's she's having some sort of conversation with Donna about something at the moment. So I don't know what's going on. As it is. Yeah, so, Gleaming the Cube. Gleaming the Cube is fucking great. Have you seen you've seen Gleaming the Cube, right? I have, yes. Yeah, it's fucking great. I love Gleaming the Cube. It, it, it's it's just magnificent. Don't say much else on it other than the fact that Every time I watch it, I go, I don't know why it's taken me this long to rewatch you, you magnificent bastard. Yeah, it's, it's Christian Slater in it as well. Like, he, he doesn't do much wrong. Well, no, but Christian Slater from 1988 through to about 97 is about as perfect as you get. Mm. I was talking to my parents the other day and they were saying about watching Mr. Robot and I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't do anything really Malik related. I just can't. He's, he's broken for me. 
And they're like, oh, that, that other chap's in it, that other chap, uh, what's he called? Ooh, um, hang on a sec. And then they, like, did a bit of digging around, like, oh, Christian Slater. I was like, oh, well, maybe I do need to watch it. Yeah, he literally missed a robot. But really nice. Book TV. Um, Ian, what have you been watching? <laughs> Um, I've been lo- watching a lot of re- video reviews of Death Stranding, but it's a video <laughs> game, so... that uh, Literally, that little synopsis you said, I, I was like, is he joking? Is that what it's really about? And it is what it's really about. I feel like if you're watching this many video reviews of it, you just need to play the game. I think I think I'm gonna end up rebuying a PlayStation and fucking buying it. I, so- like, I sold a bunch of... Um, shit over the last weekend because ebay had like a maximum one pound selling fees thing so i do have a bit of spare cash and lottie is very much like she's been seeing the ads for the new plants versus zombies game and she fucking loved the last one so she's oh you're gonna say you're gonna get her going on death stranding death stranding god no no plants versus zombies garden warfare she's fucking all over that game and the new one she really wants but it's not on the switch so i i I could see that happening bless her she said you could sell some of my things if we can buy a playstation it was i'll bless you lots i'm not not gonna do that but death stranding Rainwater turns into Christmas. sorry. You could get one for Christmas. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's just I do Death Stranding's kind of got me interested, and it's out on Friday. Right. It, there's a machine you use in it that turns rainfall into monster energy drink. I need to see that. I I I need to see why the fuck Mads Mikkelsen is in it. I need to see who Edgar Wright cameos as. Um, I just, like, it sounds like, it sounds like an art house video game, but made on, like, a massive budget. It's... Yeah, on a video game budget. It's mental, isn't it? Yeah. But, like, with a big video game budget like it's not an indie game it's sony putting their full force behind it being like this is our big title for the holiday season and it's a film about a delivery man i mean it's a game about a delivery man who has to avoid these spectral things that if he they touch him he will turn into a bomb it like while also carrying a baby around and apparently in the the world of the game other people who have played it can kind of like build bridges and leave items and stuff to help you and you can give them likes and it's basically because kojima likes twitter (laughs) so he's like i'm just going to throw this in there like a system where you can give people likes and it just, but in this thing where you also have to use L2 and R2 to keep your balance. And it's, I just, it sounds like the one of the most annoying things, but a, a thing where you will be playing it, being actively annoyed, but thinking, I can't fucking wait to see what's going to happen next. But I just, I'm so intrigued by that game. I am so intrigued by it. 
And yet, I'm sure I would play it for a few hours and just be like, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> You've got to just not do that, haven't you? With, with the games, you, you you do hit a wall with them at certain points. Like, I've, I've just finished uh, The Last of Us and the the last bit in the hospital, it, you know, you're just rounding out to a certain point. You have to play it. You you just gotta you gotta fucking man up and go through that. It's just time. That's all. It's it's my it's it, it's my same old argument. It's it's the time. But then again, I've been playing like like one of the reasons why I haven't watched as much as I usually have is I've been playing Luigi's Mansion Free with Lottie over the last <laughs> few days. Yeah. That that's actually been really really fun. So you know. I, I don't know. Anyway, I might talk about Death Stranding more next week. I might not. I haven't made up my mind yet. Um, so I watched The Adams Family, took Lottie to see that last weekend. Um, awful lot of Uncle Fester's sex pervert jokes, um, which was weird. Hmm. Snoop Dogg plays Cousin It for no reason whatsoever. Um very 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 forgettable not bad but just in one eye out the other um it's like 85 minutes long credits at the end feel quite long kind of feels like minimum effort required to make the film not be egregiously terrible was done and mission achieved basically that's the adams family there'll be a sequel and it probably won't do that well it seems like the most pointless waste of a property. Yeah, you could do loads with it. And Oscar Isaac and Charlize Theron are the fucking leads, for Christ's sake. I mean, that's a good that's a good lead cast. It, it, does, it, it seems like Oscar Isaacs could do Gomez Adams, like, not Live action, yeah. And people would want to watch that. So, yep. it, it just... I don't know. It, it, when it when it somebody mentioned it when I, the, the the trailer came out, somebody mentioned it on Twitter. And I thought, oh, I didn't know they were making a what is that? And then I, I clicked on it. It's like, oh, what oh, the shit is this balls? Yeah. What the shit is this balls? Yeah. 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 What the shit is this balls? Um. Okay. What else have I watched? Um. Couple of Disney films again with lots. Uh. Lilo and Stitch. I enjoy Lilo and Stitch. It's fun. Like few Disney films I've not seen. No, not either. Stitch is a laugh. He's just this like psychotic little alien that wants to destroy everything. Who learns to love family and the music of Elvis Presley. It's a good time. One hundred and one Dalmatians. Sorry. What about one hundred and one Dalmatians? Oh yeah, man. She had the best time with that. Yeah. Um, that that film's just lovely. Like classical disney animals all helping each other kind of was kind of surprised by how little cruella de vil is actually in it yeah, um not an awful lot no. yeah like she kind of pops up in those like first bits where it's like it's like where are the puppies and then steal stealing the puppies and she's not in it for what like a half hour 40 minutes and then she kind of comes into it at the end but even then she's not in it that much i mean her downfall was basically just driving down a cliff and then she's done um yeah i don't know and uh, 
we, I stuck on the uh, the live action remake straight after, and she lasted five minutes and just said, "Can I watch the cartoon one again?" So just put it back on for her, and she pretty much watched the whole thing again over. Um, I, I, I don't blame her. The live action thing I, I, I thought was just crap. There, mm. yeah, yeah. I mean, like it just she if if something's animated, she's like eighty percent more likely to actually sit there and watch the thing. So, um. Do, 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 do. Um, rewatched Moneyball, which looks great in 4K on iTunes, um, and just is a treat, really. Um, it's such a high quality grade of film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, you know the all the acting, it's spot on. The the script is fantastic. The actual filmmaking, it's just it, it's everybody who is involved in it is really good at what they do, so it's really good. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, it's I really like the how human it is as well. Um, you know, the Billy being like they're getting the twenty game streak, and then at the end he's just like, "But what's it for if you don't win the championship?" I, I like, and it's 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 kind of depressing, but it's true. And it's like when they don't make it through the playoffs, and then that you know you've got the commentary just saying like you know he tried to show that baseball can be changed baseball can't be changed blah 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 blah. but it's like his legacy has kind of been imprinted by the way that baseball then changed after it um it it was the the idea was um the whole idea about it was what you know a little team can do this and then what happened was the red sox when you know and uh, john henry when Right, we're gonna fucking we're we're gonna take that and we're gonna use it, and that that's how they won their first you know World Series in God knows how many years was by basically going well we're gonna do that, but we can do it more expensive, and our expensive version of it, so we we can use it to win because we can take all the good bits and the bit the bits we don't need to we won't, and it, so it it did changed the way that baseball was done but maybe not the way that he wanted to change it to be to, to what it was done no and i mean in the end of the day he turned down an offer to join the red sox didn't he because he wanted to do it with the oakland days and it's heartbreaking that he hasn't been able to you know yeah, it's that, that's it. It, it, it was that was that was the thing it was it was the whole yeah no matter what, he was never going to be able. To, he was never going to be able to compete with the sheer amount of money that, that the Yankees and the Red Sox have. Yep, quite, quite. Um, but yeah, no, it's just it's very, very, very high class filmmaking. Um, looks great as well. Wally Fister doing the cinematography, and it's just harsh, yeah, isn't it? Well, it just uh, looks so fucking good. But yeah, Moneyball. Um, and that's it for me. Like I say. Um, had been playing quite a lot of switch with lots in in my downtime because when she's around she has control of the tv so it's been hard to like get other things in in all fairness but i'll i'm, I'm sure that i'll have a fair bit next week um shoe twitter questions what we got i think we've only got one thing oh bex is clattering around for something bex just doing Twitter questions, babe. Um, 
Ethan M. Barr, I, I forgot to ask a question out to our audience today, so I apologise for that. It's because when I was sending out the tweets, I was on my, I was just about to set off for work, and I just completely forgot. Ethan <laughs> um, Barr, I haven't seen it, but did get a Terminator, and although it was fantastic, I enjoyed my time with it, not sure, oh, I was responding to the Terminator, what is it? A uh, question I had was uh, from Rick Kidd, at Rick J. Kidd. Um, I watched Mark Camo's documentary on The Exorcist this morning. So my question for you this week is, what are your favourite documentary films? So are we talking making of documentaries? Uh, I think it just means general documentaries. Oh, wow. Okay. General documentaries, um, the Dear Zachary. Oh, Oh, God. Bloody hell. Yeah. As fuck, but magnificent. I mean, if we're doing making ofs, uh, it would be uh, Hearts of Darkness for me. Yeah. For obvious reasons. Yeah, um, making of probably Dangerous Days, the making of Blade Runner, that like three and a half hour oh, God, yeah. one that was on the um, the Blu-ray, I believe it was. Um, yeah. Fucking exhaustive and amazing. In, um, if we're we going making of, making of, yeah, Blade, the Blade Runner one, but general documentaries... Yeah, general documentary, uh, Inside Job. I really, really like Inside Job. Anymore? I'm trying to think. How can I not fucking think? Cave <laughs> uh, Forgotten Dreams. Is, oh, is, God, is that's really good, yeah. Yeah, Cave Forgotten Dreams is fantastic. Uh, oh, shit, what was that? What was that one about... Heavy metal, the anthropological look at heavy metal music. <laughs> What's it called? Oh, what was it called? I'm just having to Google it. Heavy metal. It was called Metal Headbangers Journey. That is good, actually. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Have you ever seen that, Ian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great taking an anthropological look at how horror works and breaking down all the horror genres and stuff like that. And horror genres, um, the metal genres. It it, is great, even for somebody who is not a metal head, but likes some metal. Yeah. Uh, it was really, really quite interesting. I went through a spate at one point of, of watching a shitload of docu- documentaries for about six weeks a few years ago, where all I seemed to watch was uh, documentaries, and I, I, I don't watch enough of them nowadays. I, I, I did the same thing, actually, when I, when I used to work at the firefly shop and we used to have and had the majority of my day to myself. And then I watched Dear Zachary, and I've not watched many since because it broke me so badly. Have you seen it, Ian? Dear Zachary, yeah, it's yeah. fucking horrific. It's harrowing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, Senna would be one for me. Um, that one from earlier this year about the fire festival. Um, <laughs> fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. He's have you seen he's been um done again? No. 
yeah. what the guy behind the fire festival yeah it's it, oh, it yeah um yeah he essentially has been running a telephone scam from prison um and his his defense whole defense was well i shouldn't have even been allowed a phone really should i so it's actually your fault <laughs> and they've gone no you've basically just admitted to 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 having a phone that your entire defense was how could he have a phone he's in prison and then you've said that out loud <laughs> literally apparently his his lawyer literally slapped his hand against his head when he started saying these things <laughs> Yep. What an idiot. Well, yeah. Deary me. Um, right. Well, I think that's gonna. Um, I think that's gonna do it. Uh, weirdly short show. But then again, we think about it, we've got Dolomite is my name to go into it, and and Dark Fate, yeah. As well, so it it, it it feels short. We've actually had quite a lot. It's gonna be a longer show than 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 than, than this. Session. Yeah. No, you're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah. What, what are we covering next week, Ian? Fuck knows. What's out? I can't even. Um... Have a check. There's some. God, I know there's something. Is it Charlie's Angels or is that weeks away? Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, piss off. Oh, that's right. Midway. Midway, that's it. It's the Aeronauts, a movie that nobody wants to see. Uh, Midway, or The Good Liar. Uh, what the fuck is this? That Good Liar looks quite good. That Helen, Helen Mirren one. Yeah. yeah. And then it's, it's Ford versus Ferrari in a few... The Man 66. In a, in a few weeks. I, uh, I, I, I think I'm seeing that tomorrow. There's a secret screening at Cineworld, and I think it's that. I'm yeah. really looking forward no, to the Man 66. It's that Amelia Clark Christmas bullshit, you know it. I, if it if it's last Christmas, I'll I'll have to leave because I'm literally I'm gonna go see that with Donna the weekend does, it comes out. Did you not have the time though? Live this thing. Are the sir? Yeah, but they they they. They basically say they won't let anyone who's let, uh, under 15 in, but they give a dummy time every time. The only, like, it, it's funny because there's always Twitter discussions whenever Cineworld do a secret screening. There's always, like, little Twitter threads that come up about see. it. And the thinking is this is starting at half seven, which would indicate that it's probably going to be a longer film. Mm. And if it's going to be a longer film... Like it, it, the 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 thinking is it's either Le Mans 66 or Last Christmas, but Le Mans 66 is a good half hour longer. So I'm thinking. Sorry. 45 minutes longer it is. Yeah, there you go. So I'm thinking it's going to be Le Mans 66 because, you know, if it was Last Christmas, you know, half seven's quite early to start off like a like your like a main evening screening so i don't think it would be last christmas because they wouldn't get as much of an audience for it i think they've got to put, stick it on earlier because it's a longer film and that would be because it's Le Mans 66 yeah 
I'm I'm actually really looking forward to Last Christmas. And and I'm I'm I I like Paul Feig. Um, I I'm perfectly happy with spending some time with Amina Clark in something where she doesn't have to be an action star. Mm. Um, and um, I like the music of George Michael. So I'm 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 actually really quite looking forward to it. And it's a Christmas movie. I'm looking forward to all of those things. Yeah. Christmas movie. I mean, shit, I'll go, I'll go and see. It's two weeks' time. That's when everyone will start getting a little bit Christmassy. So, fuck it. You fucking Grinch. No, I'm not a Grinch. You're a fucking bit of Grinch. I should tell you, start watching Christmas movies until December. That's fine. This is in cinema, so it's different. That is different. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. So, so mid midway next week? Yeah, I'll go. I'll go with Midway. Nice big Roland Emmerich bombastic war movie. <laughs> Which feels like it's got absolutely no heat behind it whatsoever. Literally, we all forgot it was out. I hadn't even seen a trailer for it in the cinema yet. I've seen one trailer in the cinema, but it was a good few weeks ago. It just, it's really weird that it just seems to be coming. Because it, it doesn't look like it cost a tenner. You know, like it looks like there was some money well, behind it. Not make cheap movies. No, quite, quite. No, fascinating, fascinating. Um, so yeah, we'll have uh, we'll have midway next week, and um, yeah, that will that will do it. Um, I'm gonna watch the King as well, the uh, Timothy Chalamet, oh. um, David Michaud one. So I'll talk about that if yeah, I if mean, I'm gonna watch that at some point this week. I'll probably watch that. Yeah, I'll probably watch the midway. Sorry? Uh, no, I was just saying I'll, I'll probably do The King, um, but I probably will go see Midway. Okay, fair enough. Mark and I can talk Midway. Yeah. Cool. Okay, and that will do it for this week. So thank you very much for listening, folks. Patreon.com forward slash film bastards. Uh, Jordan McGrath and I are recording the next part of the uh, Ian's Guide to Bondage. He's going to join me to talk Goldfinger. Um, that will be up towards the end of the week, I think. Um, and that is, yeah, uh, $2 a month, patreon.com forward slash film bastards. That'll do it for this week. Thank you very much for listening and goodbye. Don't forget to check out we are podsyndicate.com. We are, uh, indeed. We are a pod syndicate podcast. Um, so please check out that. Uh, there's some great um, writing on there. Um, Mike's chin stroke as put as put uh, the first in his series of uh, a look back at 80s tv etc on there that's really good and uh, jason from entertainment landfill has got his first um incident of the witcher book series because the witcher series runs on netflix i believe uh, in the next couple of weeks yeah uh, yeah there's some really good writing on there and plus there's a whole host of great podcasts on there uh, not quite as good as this one um, <laughs> but uh, there is some great stuff on there including uh Noel's on the neon for satanic panic which is i'm a little bit of the way through and it's really fucking good um so yeah please check out that guy follow us on twitter at pod syndicate and that'll do it thank you very much guys and have a good night or day or whenever the fuck you're listening to it bye bye over now guys bye bye he think he's bad and ain't got no class. I'm gonna rock this shotgun up his motherfucking ass.
shit is this? Insecure motherfuckers! Oh, 